News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Wildfires continue to rage amid a brutal heat wave in California. We uh, have our little tricks to keep cool. Everybody does. And uh, we just keep going. Contractor Sean Clifton works outside, says that he and his crew have been drinking a lot of water. So far, California has managed to avoid rolling blackouts, but there is a possibility as the power grid struggles to keep up with soaring electricity demand as air conditioners work overtime. People are being urged to conserve electricity, run the AC early. Then later in the day, Governor Gavin Newsom recommends turning the thermostat up to at least 78 degrees. Wildfires claimed at least four lives over the long holiday weekend, and scores of homes were destroyed. If he had been in Congress, Pennsylvania GOP U.S. Senate candidate Dr. Oz says he would have voted to certify Joe Biden's election win over President Trump. Dr. Oz told reporters it's the job of the Senate to certify the Electoral College results and says that's what he would have done were he in office at the time. Those comments could spare Oz from attacks from the left for whom questioning the 2020 election results makes any candidate unfit for office. However, it may create tensions between Oz and former President Trump, who continues to say the election was stolen. Oz was endorsed by the former president and remains one of the GOP's most important candidates heading into the midterm elections. Bob Agnew reporting. Jeff Deal, a former state lawmaker endorsed by former President Trump, has won the Republican primary for governor in Massachusetts. Deal's win sets up a November general election contest against Democratic State Attorney General Maura Healey. On Wall Street this morning, stocks modestly higher. Right now, the Dow is up about 35 points. The Nasdaq Composite Index ahead, 45, and the S&P trading eight points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. The U.N. is calling for a buffer zone around a major Ukrainian nuclear plant, Europe's largest nuclear power station. The U.N. Atomic Watchdog Agency urged Russia and Ukraine on Tuesday to establish a nuclear safety and security protection zone around Zaporizhia. Amid mounting fears, the fighting could trigger a disaster. Rafael Grossi, head of the International Atomic Energy Agency, warns we're playing with fire and something very, very catastrophic could take place days after leading an inspection visit to the plant. At a Security Council meeting, UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres likewise demanded combatants commit to halting all military activity around the plant and agreeing on a demilitarised perimeter. I'm Charles Diladesma. The death toll in this week's earthquake in western China is up to 74. Another 26 people still missing. News and analysis, townhall.com. 
Hi, everybody. Good morning. Mostly cloudy today. There could be some peekaboo sunshine, but there also could be a lingering isolated shower. Temperatures today will be on the cooler side in the low 70s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, overnight low 58. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, highs 78. Friday, mostly sunny, highs in the low 80s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. 69 in Norwich, 67 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Uh, Two months of rain fell in the area in just two days, but it's over. In general, Norwich got about six inches. There was some flooding and street damage. About three inches fell in New London, more than six in North Stonington, but Pocket Duck right next door to North Stonington only got an inch and a half. Connecticut will be receiving at least $16 million as part of a nationwide settlement with e-cigarette manufacturer Juul. The $438 million national settlement resolves a two-year investigation into allegations that Juul marketed and sold its products to minors. In addition to the financial penalty, Juul is also ordered to comply with strict rules regarding company marketing and sales practices. State Attorney General William Tong says Juul's advertising campaigns have helped create a new generation of nicotine addicts. Republican candidate for Governor Bob Stefanowski has announced his education agenda. If he's elected in November, Stefanowski says he would end all mask mandates in schools and would let parents decide when their children can take sex education classes. Stefanowski also says he would not allow transgender biological males to compete against females in high school athletics. Governor Ned Lamont's campaign says Stefanowski is trying to distract from his record of supporting policies that would gut school funding. And the new name for the former Providence Civic Center is the Amica Mutual Pavilion. From 2001 until recently, it had been known as the Dunkin' Donuts Center. You may have called it the Dunk. The 10-year naming rights deal will reportedly cost the Rhode Island-based Amica Insurance $900,000 annually. Mostly cloudy, 74 today. 69 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. So if you ever got into politics, do you think it would change you? you know, yeah. I would hope not, but I don't know. I think it changes people, right? Probably. Especially when they're running. They have to uh, find little flaws with their opponent. And it just yeah. gives me the crepes. It's not a... Uh, What's the word? Uh, for the faint of heart, politics. Mm. Stefanovsky says one thing, and Lamont says another thing. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always have to have the uh, give back. Give I, would be, uh, I would be a very pleasant candidate. You know, I would say what my opponent said, this and this. Well, basically, he's full of... <laughs> and that would be it. That would be it. Is that nice, though? Is that nice? Well, I wouldn't... I would say he's full of petunias. <laughs> well, that's going to get you nowhere. Be nice. You know what grows petunias? <laughs> yes, I do know that. <laughs> I don't know. Just full of fertilizer. Yes. It's just. It never stops. Never stops. Yeah. And these people, these committees on behalf of candidates that run commercials and mm-hmm. do things. I mean, they're, they're like. Oh man! You can't even believe most of those. Like, really? I don't know what to believe. And then, you know, they both say such horrible things about each other. You don't want to vote for either one of them. Yeah. That's the whole idea, I guess. When Rubio wanted to run for president, they were talking about traffic tickets. (laughs) He's a jaywalker. (laughs) He's a rampant jaywalker. Traffic tickets. (laughs) That would eliminate everybody from running. Mm -hmm. So do you have a favorite comedian? 
Of course. You know my favorite Oh, Rodney, comedian. Rodney, of course, yeah. Living comedian? I don't know. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I saw Rolling Stone came out with a top 50 comedians. Oh, wow. I'd be an interesting And I was list. surprised that, um, not that I didn't think he was funny, Richard Pryor was number one on the list. Richard Pryor, huh? Yeah. Okay. Not totally surprising. I know he was held in high regard, but... I would have yeah, put George... He's not my favorite. George but. Carlin, maybe ahead of him. Yeah, Stephen Wright. Carlin, Stephen Wright. Been playing a lot of Stephen Wright comedy on our program after the one o'clock hour. Oh, geez, he's funny. Some of his best bits, nine-minute bits. <laughs> oh my gosh! Throwing on, and uh, I was talking to Franco upstairs, who uh, you know met him, and yep. he's his personality never changes. So he's really like that. Well, maybe he likes to be like that when people. Uh, he's very, and then uh, our friend Bob said in Block Island, he sees him, he won't talk to anybody. Stephen Wright hangs out in Block Island? Yeah, he was Does on he Block really? Island. Yep, and his thing is, don't bother me. Don't want anybody to bother him. Hmm? I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I know. Well, people need, you know, Block Island be a good place to... You'd think you'd get away in Block Island, but yeah, you can't. pretty much, but the uh, the word is, just don't go over to him. Just don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. But Always the, like his one, it, I, I saw a sign that said, wet floor. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I know, and then <clears throat> just like he says it. Yeah. Yeah. And he must just think of these things popping into his head all day. So he was in the top five? Is no, I don't think no, he, he was in the top. He was in the okay. top 20 for sure. I would hope, geez. I think Carlin was. Um, Jerry Seinfeld, of course, was Seinfeld, in there, yeah. was up there. But Richard Pryor, I, I was surprised. I always liked Richard Pryor, but. Yeah. They put him as number one in Rolling Stone magazine. But there's all too many surveys. I like surveys, though. You don't like surveys? Yeah, I do. But there's too many of them. I mean, they change. I look at one survey, and then I look at another one, and it's different. Yeah. So that's fine. But it's nice to see all the, at least the top comedians that they enjoy. Did you ever hear of this comedian, Jessic? Jessic? His last name is Jessic. It's uh, the sickest. Got a first name? The si- um, Jessica. I don't know, Dave no. Jessica or some. I don't think so. It's the sickest comedy you will ever hear. Really? However. What time are you playing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe on my last day here. Yeah. But the thing is. Stu went out of blaze and he played this Jessica guy. When you uh, hear some of his jokes really? and, and you laugh at him, you're embarrassed. But it's funny. But it's funny. Really? It's like, what? what's wrong with me? I thought, oh. I'm as demented as these guys. And you say, oh, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm like, right, filth. That's what's filth. What's the next bit? You know? Yeah, you can't stop. And listening. he said, well, this one is really going to be bad. And instead of turning him off, you well, okay, I'll just give oh, it Oh, he a gives chance. you like a little warning? Yeah, well, because yeah. yeah, they're all bad. Mm. They're all bad. This one's worse than the next. Yeah. And uh, when you hear him, I saw him on the television for the first time, naturally on cable. Yeah. And I wouldn't picture him like that. You know, really? he, he's a good-looking guy, handsome guy. Hmm. Thought he was just a complete slob. Yeah, just totally just a, bizarre. Degenerate-looking, yeah. But Jessica's his last name. Jessica. And, uh, I'll have to look it up. If you ever get a chance not to hear him, look him up. <laughs> but try not to laugh. Oh, I'll laugh. I'm all right with that. Okay, just don't tell anybody. Jessica. Jessica. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. 
Now, here's Stu Breyer. I have a very important segment at 11 o'clock. We've had this gentleman on the program before. He has done uh, very well with his workshops that are absolutely free. His name is Attorney Barry Horowitz. And uh, a lot of people are getting into living trust. We'll tell you about that. And you'll be able to call him as well after the 11 o'clock news. Good morning and welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Stoke. Hello, Larry. I think you should have came to the meeting last night at Kelly. You would have had fun. Really? I was there. How, how was the crowd? crowd was uh, good, and you should have seen the people that spoke. And I will tell you that every person that spoke were dead against any roundabouts on Route 82 except one woman who lives in Taffel that was in favor of it. Okay, well. She was the only one. You had business owners there, like from Greater Jewelers, um, uh, Mark Bokoff of the uh, accountant uh, business on Crane Avenue and West Main Street, Universal Package Store, the Sign Store. You had many business owners last night, and they were dead against this, knowing that their business is going to be hurt or moved. And this, and and after all of this, last night of two and a half hours, these people dead against this project taking place in Norwich. The Democrats had a hell of a nerve in a resolution last night. The four Democrats all voted in favor of the state going forward with their project, and the three Republicans are voted against it, including May and Nystrom. So the four Democrats, and I'm going to name them: Mr. Delucia, Mr. Singh, Miss Berto. And Mr. Wilson. And I like Mr. Singh, the Democrat. I would like him to feel, how would he feel? There's going to be a gas station that's lost in the first phase at the corner of Dunham and West Main Street. Completely removed, gone. I'd like to know how Mr. Singh, the Democrat who voted in favor of this resolution last night, how he would feel if he lost his gas station that's uh, located up on West Town Street in Norwich Town. Well, if any These of the Democrats, Democrats are pathetic, in my opinion, okay. If any, if any of the Democrats, let night. me just say this: if any of the Democrats who voted for it would like to call in, I, they would be welcome. Mm-hmm. They won't call in; they're cowards. They're not going to call in. Mister Nystrom will call in, maybe, or Stacy Gold, or Mister Nerdorf, the third Republican. That's why I told you these city elections are important. If we had more Republicans that came out and voted. Uh, instead of the 22% that voted in the, in the city elections uh, uh, last year, that third, that fourth Democrat, um, Alberto, only won by seven votes. These people stay home, they don't vote, and then you have an important project like this come up, and what do you have? You have a Democrat uh, 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 majority. These people can't think for themselves. If you have three Democrats vote for something, you're going to have the fourth. These people don't think for themselves like I do and some of the other uh, people that are one, uh, either a Democrat or a Republican. They gotta follow the crowd like a little bunny rabbit. Okay? They can't think for themselves. They're too stupid. So you said two and a half hours. Did they talk about uh I know the how the oh, mayor the state guy was the, the state guy was pathetic. The, mm-hmm. the the guy from the state that presented this case. Mm-hmm. Uh he he thinks he's a big shot with his big college degrees in engineering trying to sell this uh, garbage that he put up on the screen for the half an hour from seven to seven thirty before the public meeting actually started then the people talked from about seven thirty i think probably maybe up to nine o'clock and 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 uh, that was it but uh there, there was a good amount of people many business owners like i said this is just not regular people that spoke last night you're talking business owners from the route 82 corridor mm-hmm. Okay, I'm major glad. business owner, Mister the, the owner of Greater Jewelers. That business has been through the families for over fifty years, located at that same spot. 
and it's in danger of, of leaving. Okay? Well, I can't blame him for being upset about that, for sure. And, and uh, every person that spoke last night was very articulate and, and given different opinions on why this would be a disaster for Route 82. And Mr. Nystrom gave a very, very good speech in why he would not vote for this resolution last night, that this would be a disaster for the businesses and for the people of Norwich to do six roundabouts in a mile and a half stretch on a busy road like 82. So the thing with the, the Mayor the Pete... State don't, the state don't care, Stu. I want, you know, I got two questions. Okay. This is a very important question to me. We have 163 towns in Norwich. Okay, I don't know if you knew that or not. I like to know how Norwich got picked out of the 163 do- towns to put six roundabouts in a mile and a half stretch on a busy road like Route 82 when no other town in Connecticut has this kind of setup done. How did Norwich get picked? Larry, let me ask you this question. Did they come up? I know that uh, Mayor Pete has alternate ideas that wouldn't involve the roundabouts that could make it safer. Did people talk about that? Yeah, no. They no. don't want they, they don't want these roundabouts. The bottom line is they don't want roundabouts, any roundabouts, not even one. Mm-hmm. They don't want them on Route 82. They think it's going to look at it this way, Stu. If with a roundabout you got one lane of traffic on each side of the roundabout. Can you believe that? One lane of, of busy traffic on Route 82? Mm-hmm. When traffic is going in one direction, you can't make a right turn or a left turn depending on what side you're on to go into a business. These businesses are going to lose an extraordinary amount of business when vehicles are coming down to these roundabouts and they can't make a left-hand turn to go into the business. They're just going to keep going. They're not going to go down and turn around and come back up to the other side to go. Well, certainly if I had a business, I'd be extremely upset. I mean, that's your livelihood. I just... Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Nysing gave a very, very a good speech last night uh, and, and why he was not voting for that resolution for the state to go forward with this mm-hmm. project. But, of course, the four Democrats, after all these people vote, or came last night and spoke their piece, these four Democrats still voted in favor of this resolution. How pathetic. How pathetic that these people put these people in office down there in City Hall and they don't listen to the people of Norwich when they speak. Okay? Well, I appreciate you uh, giving us some insight on it. I'm sure we'll hear some more. Well, it could have been more. It was a good crowd, but it very impressed me. And I know all these owners of these businesses. Mm-hmm. I know Mr. Bokoff, and I know the owner of Greater Jewelers and Universal Packet Store. And I was very impressed that they were all there last night. And uh, they were not happy that this thing is going in on Route 82. Well, it's not going in yet, but... Um, well, one other thing, I'll let you go. The only way we're going to be able to stop this thing now is Mayor Nystrom's going to have to come on your show. He's going to have to give the address of the governor in Hartford. And everybody in this town is going to have to write a letter to the governor. Very short. I'm a taxpayer in Norwich. I fully object to this, uh, these roundabouts on Route 82 and sign your name to it and mail it. If that governor gets 10,000, 15,000 letters from the citizens of Norwich, those roundabouts will not take place. But if action is not taken by the taxpayers of this town, those roundabouts are going to wind up going in there because they're going to think that people don't care. But the governor, you get the governor involved and he sees that people do care and they don't want him there, he'll stop the project. Could get those letters in before the election. <laughs> so, all right, thank you, well, thank Larry. Thank you for your time, Stu. It was, it, it was a good mate, and I'm glad I went. Uh, it was also televised on the uh, on the TV mm-hmm. last night. 
for those who didn't, oh, missed it, maybe they watched it on TV. It's a lot better to see it in person. But like I said, it was very, very uh, good. One woman in favor of those roundabouts. That's it. Every other person that spoke was against those roundabouts. All right. Thank you so much, Larry. We'll continue it. Okay. See ya. Hi. Good morning to you. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Um, the, talking about the uh, ringworm project, I mean, the roundabouts. <laughs> yes. And now I watched it on TV. I didn't realize it was on a different channel than they usually have. Oh, good. You found it, it, though. Huh? You found it. I did, but... Good. You know what? I tuned in around 8 o'clock, so I didn't know when it began. I wanted to see it from the beginning. I, I didn't know if it was 7, 7.30, but I tuned in around 8 o'clock and heard that. What I wanted to um, say was, um, I forget what school it was. I can't remember. I think it was Kelly. They had that or, in Kelly. It was in Kelly School. Okay, so that's near me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be more apt to go to a school rather than a city hall downtown, mm-hmm. uh, any meetings in person. But um, I wanted to say I liked I liked the setup because it was well lit. You could see everybody more clearly, hear everybody clearly, and actually get Daryl Wilson um in on it because downtown when they show that you can't see him he's on the end and it's dark you know uh, darker than normal but you could see everybody um so uh, you know i wanted to say i think um if they hold their city councils at that school um people will probably be more apt to go there because there's plenty of parking because it's a school, it's well lit. Uh, even myself would probably attend hmm. in person. That's interesting. So, they usually hold it at Kelly when they're expecting a much bigger crowd. But if it's more advantageous for people to go to Kelly, that's not a bad idea. You know, um, you know. Aside that particular subject, they they were talking about if they held another council meeting on any other issues, they should look at the crowds and who attends. Uh, to determine whether it should be held at a school rather than downtown Norwich, you know, because of the parking, it's well lit, it's safe, mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. So that's my um, right. thank you comment. See you later. Thank, thank you. you. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Well, from someone from the outside looking in on this whole deal that I heard Larry talking about, mm-hmm. sounds ridiculous. Six. Number one. Number two, I try to avoid traffic. I always go around. So, yeah, it is going to make people avoid businesses. Um, Well, two suggestions I would say, because we all know if they're following the Biden lead, you're basically destroying everything that has been something there forever, right? I'm not sure that has anything to do with Biden, but... That's your opinion. Well, it sounds like they don't want to have flashing lights or stoplights because of electricity, maybe. Sounds like that, to me, has to do with the Green Deal, maybe. Um, number two, um, if it's going to be a good reason to vote for Stefanowski, because he would be 
the only blockage of these idiotic ideas that are popping up in our state. Well, if he ever comes on the show, I'll ask him. Do you? Do they ask you to come on the show, or do you have to ask them? Most of the time, they will ask me. I did send a note to uh, Stefanowski's people, and they said that they would be getting back to me, but that was about two months ago. Oh, wow. Well, I hope he does get on. But, yeah, he could stop it, because he could say, no, no funding for it. it, it he would see it's dumb. And number three... You could always get a, a big group of business owners to pull together and sue the state to stop it. Because I read a lot about that in my newspapers I get, nation, you know, for the nation. If there's something they don't like, a group will get together and they will sue, like the U.S. government, or why can't you sue your state? Well, I don't know. We hear a lot about lawsuits. Sometimes they take a, a long time, and sometimes they never get anywhere. But, listen, I'm sure that they will try any possible means to uh, turn this idea around. Yeah, yeah. And now on a on national note, okay. um, yeah, one quick on one. all the stuff that they took from uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago, I found out that they took his tax records and his private personal health records and everything. My thoughts were that they were also taking records of people that stayed there so they could go after him with the IRS. No, I, we don't know. You know, but so Trump, I guess, is really up in arms today when he found out that they have his medical and tax records. That has nothing to mm -hmm. do. Well, they have a bipartisan person who's going to be in the middle, but if, if that retains, it may make it more fair. Thanks, Sue. I'll talk to you a little later. Stu Breyer with you, WIC 867 degrees right now. We'll get to another call after this. Our number is 889-5252. Can you remember the last time you slept all night? It was probably when you were younger and in better shape. If you can't sleep through the night, more than likely it's time for a new mattress from Bill's Bedding and Danielson. There you'll find our huge mattress display featuring Serta, Perfect Sleepers, iComfort Foam and Hybrids, and Simmons Beautyrest sets all at unbeatable prices. These mattresses use cooling gel and covers to keep you cool while you sleep, keeping the heat away from the surface. And Serta and Beautyrest beds are fully capable to be used on an adjustable basis so you can find the perfect sleep position with just a touch of a button. For even more savings, Bill's Bedding will deliver your new bed and take away the old one absolutely free. You can also take advantage of Bill's 12-month equal pay free financing plan available to qualified buyers. Sleep like a kid again all night and ready for the day ahead with the new Serta or Simmons mattress from Bill's Bedding and Furniture, 640 North Main Street, Route 12 in Danielson. Online at billsbedding.com. Ames River Heritage Park presents Revolutionary War Ghosts, a haunted history and adventure on the Thames. Hop aboard the water taxi for a paranormal adventure taking place during the Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival and around the anniversary of Benedict Arnold's notorious attack on New London and Fort Griswold. You'll travel the route of the Redcoats and hear the haunting tales of 1781 and the spirits that roam the port cities to this day. Tickets are limited. To get yours, go to ThamesRiverHeritagePark.org. Thames River Heritage Park, one river. A thousand stories. 
So you opened your business. You had a plan, a budget for marketing, an impeccable understanding of all your media choices, knew the kind of return on investment you'd need, and found a medium that was affordable while providing reach and frequency. <laughs> Wait, y- you didn't do any of that? Then we need to talk. Go to the contact us poll down on WICH.com and fill in the form for advertising. If you're looking for a great holiday season this year and a playbook to get you through all of next, time is running out. So go to WICH.com now and let's map out your path to a successful new year for you in your business. All right. 860-889-5252. Cloudy today. Temperatures about 74. Beautiful weather coming up tomorrow. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. Um, I don't know details about the projects. I just heard Larry a few minutes ago. Um, and I, I want to express to people that being level-headed is a quality that everybody would like to strive to be. Um, I don't know details about these projects because I've been busy with my own circumstances, but I don't find Peter Nystrom to be level-headed when it comes to running a campaign for himself Why is that? on the air. Um, I find him to be counterproductive as much as the Democrats are counterproductive. I think the whole slate needs to be replaced in Norwich government. The attorney, the mayor, the manager, and the council. Everybody's fighting. Everybody's arguing. I don't feel that people are being level-headed. When you get on the air and say, oh, so-and-so-and-so increased the mill rate and they're Democratic and I can't deal with it, you know, that kind of attitude and approach to politics, to me, is very counterproductive. Um, and I, don't, I can understand his viewpoint, the, uh, Peter Nystrom's, Viewpoint, But dialogue is something that needs to happen, and sometimes he's good with that and sometimes he's not. When I went to the ribbon-cutting for the veterans' rally point, the mayor, of course, was there. Um, Attorney General Blumenthal was there. Uh, Senator Austin was there, and quite a, quite a few dignitaries were there, as well, of, of course, as a lot of veterans the money that was put into that that project i'm not against a rally point don't get me wrong veterans need any kind of support they can get but the money that was put into that project was astronomical and i think what larry should be talking about instead is what we need to do for public safety. He's a retired public safety official. If you want to come on the air, don't try to try to psychoanalyze everybody's politics. I don't think it's a good idea. Well, he's not. A, I am. Di- I am dying, and I would me? like to see people be level-headed when they go on the air, and when they get involved in in these these things. Our global population, they're saying the, the birth rate has gone down, but we're still, you know, 
expanding. Um, there's a lot of issues that have not been addressed, but I am dead set against cuts to public safety, and I think Larry should focus on that. Well, that's what the roundabout's about. Some people say that it's going to be safer to drive there if they have the roundabout. Other people say, well, there are businesses that will go out, out of business because they'll have to move, and there are other safety issues they could do, and they wouldn't have to uh, go into that big project. So that's what the debate is about, and well, it's okay to have a debate. In downtown Norwich, we're definitely cut off by the new roundabout. However... They didn't have business for the better part of 15 years, and the parking spots that they had immediately in front of their businesses, some of them had none. Some of them had three spots or two spots, like the hair shop and mm-hmm. uh, and the phone shop and the phone store. Well, I appreciate um, your call. I'm going to have to move on, but thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Hello, Bye. welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Wonder Man. Mr. Stu, that's what Larry says, right? You can call me anything you want. Just call me. <laughs> Not Jay. Okay. Anyway, I had a good uh, thing on the roundabouts um, from experience driving. Um, the one that is in North Stonington is very good, I believe. Um, people are courteous, and because it's really big, it's about three acres altogether, so you got more room to do everything. But when they put the small ones in, I remember in Keene, um, they did all roundabouts on the bypass around the city, and they did one in town. And the ones that were very difficult were, they made one that was a two-lane roundabout, and that was like the hardest thing for anybody to even live there to understand, letting, you know, decide the point if somebody's visiting that's never been through one. And also, um, they have two on route, I believe, Route 9, or connect connector to Route 9. And for a tractor trailer or any car in the fog, they didn't have any, they didn't have any warning lights beforehand. So a truck, a big truck that has a, you know, a long time, it takes a football field for a, you know, length for a tractor trailer to stop. Um, they can't stop unless they start ahead of time, and some of the roundabouts are hidden in the fog, and if you got drivers that don't know they're there, they can go right through the curb and everything. Not that I've seen it happen, but, you know, it seems very possible that it could. So my thing is they'd have to have a lot of lighting for any roundabout beforehand announcing it is. You may have to stop or merge. And um, it's it's... And if if everybody in Norwich is very attentive and courteous, I think they'd work out good. But do you think everybody in Norwich driving is attentive and courteous? Well, of course not. <laughs> but most people are courteous. Yeah, a lot of people are courteous. There's but no... A lot of people are rushing somewhere. Depends on the circumstance. They're late for work or anything like that. So it's hard to judge a circumstance, and everybody should be safe. But, um, you know, I, I wonder about the people that don't know they're there, and if they don't have signage or lighting before it, especially in fog, it could be pretty dangerous. And one last thing on that. When I was driving south and coming from the north to the south through on Route 12 in Worcester, um, Worcester, Massachusetts, they were building a roundabout, 
and they made all the cars it's the main road besides the interstate they made all the cars like go down a a six inch dip like when they mill and stuff like that but it was all dirt and there was only one policeman on duty and he wasn't really directing traffic too well so people when they build them they're coming right into these drops when they're redefining the that doesn't sound very safe i mean whatever happens you need the safest situation you possibly can yeah and you need signage My, my thing is well if they're going to have to put lights before the roundabout because of fog why don't they just have lights well, we'll see what uh, transpires. Thank you. Say hi to Thanks. your mom. Yep. See ya. Welcome to the program. Yeah. Hi, Stu. Um, hi there. I feel, I, I want to re- respond to the woman that called. I'm not. I wasn't at the meeting last night, so. But I, I get the impression that Mayor Nystrom may have been a little bit combative about well, fighting for what he believes in. Yeah. He and um, in, in my opinion, uh, we shouldn't necessarily be seeking level-headedness. And leaders, uh, they, they, they shouldn't go off the wall crazy like, you know, like how Trump does or occasionally Biden does in terms of their demeanor. But they should be fighting for what is, for what is true and what is what is right. Well, I can tell and, you about Peter. He does not go off the wall crazy. So Right. Now, now it, we're in a time where I think we need a little bit less level-headedness, less agreeableness, and more combativeness because on Trump, 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 Trump's successes were... They're not as dangerous as they could be because nobody outside of his base actually supports him. He has no institutional support. We have this other side that's far crazier than Trump that has near universal institutional support. So we have these quasi-Marxist organizations like Black Lives Matter, or we have what's going on at the schools and in the libraries. And, you know, I was just at the Groton Library because the Groton Library is not as bad as the Norwich one. Um, there's not so many homeless people, and it's not as woke. And I still found, and I sent it to your email, Stu. I, I found yeah, I saw that email. Pornography. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, not only do they have pornography, but they took, and that was for the teenager section. In the children's section, they had your LGBT stuff and, and also your race stuff. And one of them was marketed to ten-year-olds. And if you're if you've read some of uh, Ibram Kendi or Robin DiAngelo's writing, it's basically those, 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 those people's writings repackaged for 10-year-olds. What this is saying is you're collectively guilty if you're a white kid. You're guilty for all of the, all of the terrible things that have happened to people all over the world, all forms of colonization, ignoring the fact that slavery was universal, that other people, other ethnicities that colonized foreign lands literally wiped out through total genocide of the native inhabitants. Here, smallpox didn't. In Southeast Asia, there was a population of people called the Negritos. They were wiped out basically by the sword or by the spear and replaced with um, people from Taiwan. Now, are we going to tell somebody we know from Indonesia or Malaysia or Philippines they should be ashamed of themselves because however many years ago, some of their ancient ancestors participated in some apparent genocide of the Negrito people. Of course we don't do this. We only do this to white people. And there's there's a group of people out there that know what they're doing. There's people that are behind President Biden, who I don't think he knows what he's doing, but there's a clear attempt to repackage communism for the American people. 
we're, we're not going on, on class anymore. It's about your identity, your race, your gender, your gender identity. And, and it seems to be working to an extent. You know, I, I don't meet a whole lot of people in the real world that believe in this. But if you're at the workplace or if you're online, well, you can't even mention it online because these platforms will deplatform. No, everybody's everybody's afraid to speak. Listen, I agree with what you said. I, I appreciate that email. It was very interesting. And uh, the rhetoric that's coming from Washington is not bringing people together. It's dividing people, in my opinion, and I think they've done a good job doing it. Did you did you did you see uh, the Biden speech? Did you follow it closely? Did I follow? Did you notice it? how he defined the the MAGA Republican? Oh yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's everybody. It's, yeah. It it includes Mitt Romney and Ben Sass. So you could be the most anti-Trump person out there. You could be trying to impeach Trump, but because you're pro-life or because you might not support gay marriage or you have some other view that's not in line with the current Democratic Party's agenda, you are now to be treated like you are. Well, the next the next day he caught some flack, so he changed his words around, which we've seen a lot of times. I got to take a break, but thank you, sir. Appreciate the email. Let's take uh, somebody's been waiting on the line, so I want to get this before I take a break. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. Okay, Um, Larry suggested everybody write to the governor. I would say write to Kathy Austin too. Um, Sure, Kathy Austin. Is a more practical person. She'll she'll do something. You write to your representatives, and you'll know how good they are if they uh, represent you. Well, I'll tell you that our representative, not our state senator, our representative. The only time I ever heard from him was at election time, and he's not going up for re-election. So I would say um, contact Kathy Austin because she's still going to be our senator, um, as far as I know. Um, also, yeah, the president, you know, he says one thing. I don't, he doesn't know what he's saying is, is the issue. He has no clue what he's saying. Um, people write his speeches. He says them. I don't think he even retains what he has said. That's why he's always changing his mind. And it's funny how they're condemning those that question the election. And Peter Ducey yesterday, questioned the press secretary about the fact that she said that this that Trump was elected it was illegitimate and Governor Kemp in Georgia was an illegitimate um, election because you know it was unfair um, so you know the, there were tweets that she said and then she's just she doesn't want to answer well I knew you were going to ask that but she had no answer. No, you, as to you, why he said no. What happens I mean, in what happens in what happens in politics is uh, they hope that people forget, <laughs> and but, uh, I mean, people do if know, they don't Hillary follow Clinton things. Never, never accepted the election results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though she did say she's not going to run for president again. Thank well, God. Every other day it changes, so I don't know. I know, I know. She just wants to be on the news, mm-hmm. hear her voice. You know, this is the most. You know, scary thing. We left our daughter at the at the Kremlin, I think it was, um, or the. Oh yeah, that was um, uh, yeah. I I saw that. You know, it's just it's just it's ridiculous. All right, my friend. Listen to what they're saying. We need to read about what they're saying and what they've done. It's what they do, not what they say, that matters. So anyway, have a great day. You too. Have a good day. 
listen, it's hard to get all of this stuff, and you've got to be a news junkie, and I guess I am, because I want to be someone who can hear all sides and issues, and then I'll give my opinion, and if you explore all of the uh, sides, you can give your opinion. At 889-5252. Fox News Commentary. The new Rhino co-host of The View is just as condescending as we expected. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Hi, this is Lisa Booth. With so much instability and inflation in the world, I recommend protecting your retirement by diversifying with gold and silver. I recommend Bishop Gold Group. Bishop Gold Group sells physical gold and silver delivered to your door or put directly in your IRA. Call now and tell them Lisa Booth sent you. Dial pound... 250 on your mobile phone and mention keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Bishop Gold Group. Gone to the days of the view when an actual conservative was represented. To create full balance, the show has spent the last five years bouncing from soft rhino to soft rhino, and the latest edition is no different. Her name is Alyssa Farrah Griffin. She served in the Trump administration in a number of different roles, but has since become a never-Trumper, hell-bent on disparaging our former president. She said she regrets working for Trump and never wants to see him be president again, and while she's entitled to her opinion, if she thinks she's going to now be the voice for the 74 million Americans who voted for Trump, she's sadly mistaken. But that's what she claimed on Good Morning America earlier this week, that she will tell us what the future of the GOP can and should be. Sorry, Alyssa, we don't need you telling us who to support and what to think, especially as you perch yourself on the view and look down on us. The liberals might be giving you some love and affection right now because you're anti-Trump, but don't be surprised if that comes back to bite you in the behind. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company. That continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. We'll get back to our telephone lines at 889-5252 in just a moment. Stay with us and give us a call. When asthma attacks, it's frightening. Asthma is a common chronic disease of children, but adults have it too. Children and adults die every year from asthma and its complications. An asthma attack happens in the tubes or airways that carry air to your lungs. The sides of the airways swell and less air gets in and out of your lungs. The fluids that your body produces clog up the airways even more. The attack may include coughing, chest tightness, wheezing, and trouble breathing. Asthma is a lifelong illness and we don't have a cure. If you have asthma, attacks can occur when something in the environment bothers your lungs, such as house dust mites and tobacco smoke. These are called asthma triggers. Control your asthma by knowing the warning signs of an attack, staying away from asthma triggers, and following the advice of your health care provider. And do not smoke. 
The Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival returns to New London this weekend. This year's gathering of vessels includes U.S. Coast Guard and Navy vessels and the historic topsail schooner Amistad. The weekend will be filled with tours of ships and fishing vessels, a fishing clinic with lots of giveaways, music, food trucks, activities for the children, and much more. Brought to you with support from the Connecticut Department of Economic and Community Development Office of Tourism and Dime Bank. Go to ctmaritimefest.com for a complete schedule. 1047, thanks for holding. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm doing okay. Hope you are. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to maneuver, uh, you know, all the hectic stuff and all the things that are going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't make the meeting, but I, I tend to agree with Larry, all the things that he brought up. Uh, as far as... Uh, you know, you could either go to your representative or write the governor either way. Uh, is it my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the state's reasoning for putting in the roundabouts has to do with changing Route 82 from a two-lane to a one-lane? Well, as far as I know, the bottom line is what they say is uh, to make things safe, safer. Safer. Okay. Well, it's obvious to me, you know, based on my experience, I've been driving for 56 years now, and I and I had opportunities to drive for people to deliver and pick up, and, and I've been all over the different states in, in our area, and uh, I really enjoyed the roundabout at Cape Cod and Bourne. I, I know, I'm very familiar. Over there. I'm very familiar with that one, very familiar, yes. Yeah, they're very courteous. They give you a break. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go up and drive in Massachusetts and Springfield area, they're not as courteous. And it takes longer for you to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And that's based on experience of my driving. And um, I don't know. Uh, I, I wasn't at the meeting, but did Larry say anything? I might have missed it about if there was any room for compromise or someone brought that up. Yeah, I was asking him, and I don't think that side of it, I know that uh, Peter Nystrom has some ideas without having roundabouts that when he was on the program sounded very good, you know. Right. Lower the speed okay. limit. Have you ever been down to Waterford to uh, BJ's Warehouse? Yes, I have. Yes. They ha- they repaved that road going down to the warehouse, mm-hmm. and instead of, um, you know, uh, uh leaving the way it was before and now they have a single lane road but in the middle of the road they got that yellow circle with the white arrows where you can go and get in the middle of the road and turn into the business that you want to go to Mm -hmm. that might be a compromise because they recently redid that road and the other thing is um, on the roundabouts I think that we you know, the people at the meeting should have brought up, well, can we compromise three roundabouts instead of six? Because I think six is overdoing it. Well, the, one of the key factors is, and the business people were there, is um, nobody wants to lose their business. Right. Nobody exactly. wants to move. Because like Larry said, they'll just drive on by. Mm-hmm. Well, they call it Crash Alley, and there are things I think that they can do to make it safer without going into the roundabout thing, but... I'm no expert yeah, on there are. the techniques. There are, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, I I don't I think this thing. If people 
and I agree with that gentleman that called, in this day and age, with all the turmoil that's going on and all the division and all the crap that's going on, we need people with more level heads to think about, like you said, listen to both sides mm-hmm. and then think about what would be a better uh, option to straighten this thing out. All right. Thank you, sir. Um, that, that is a secondary road. I do appreciate your call. Thank you. Level heads, and we want people to be on the level, which would be very nice. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. How are you today? All right, sir. Hey, uh, we're still beating a dead horse with this roundabout stuff. Uh, there's, there's, there's solutions to the problem, and it's so easy. Uh, one is it's the city of Norwich's fault because they commercialized the whole strip. You couldn't get anybody in their right mind to relocate down city in Norwich, but you can get every hot dog stand on Route 82 and have Crash Alley. And then the seat buses, they could pick up and, and drop off their customers in the parking lots. But no, they choose to pull right up on 82 and cause accidents. So the answers are very simple. A Moronsky could figure this one out. Okay, so I'll hang up and see what the audience got to say. Okay. I guess it doesn't matter whose fault it is. The situation is, uh, what do we do now? Let's take this call before the break. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. They call it Crash Alley because people drive stupidly yep. on that piece of road. Mm-hmm. Now, if you add six roundabouts... I think they're going to call it Tornado Alley because the stupid people are going to be driving stupidly on the roundabouts, and that'll be make a heck of a lot more crashes than they've got right now. Just my humble opinion. Well, thank you for your humble opinion. I appreciate it. I like humble opinions. All right, we'll get around to some more calls if you like. After the break. One day you are loving like we'll never part. Then you say it's over, such a change of heart. I go round and round on the roundabout of love. I'm not sure this roundabout is love, but we'll be right back. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of September here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer with best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides. Your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the prices of the vehicles because, well... Yeah, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a new certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments such as sales, programming, promotions, 
and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. If you would like to squeeze in a uh, call before the news, uh, we're squeezable. Do you know there's actually a song called Roundabout? Well, you just heard it by Connie Francis, but there was also another song called Roundabout by Yes. Play a little of that. Amazing. There's a couple of songs called Roundabout. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good, working hard, buddy. Yeah, that's a damn trouble. Well, it could be fun too. So, what you got? Because I got a couple of minutes. Well, I just wanted to compliment the people that showed up last night. And I bet you were one of them. Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were a very vocal group. They knew what they were doing, and they brought up a lot of uh, questions and answers. But I don't understand why they have to put these, and I'll call it a runaround. They, uh, it takes me 10 to 13 minutes to go from Greenville to Dime Bank on any time of the, on any time of the day. And I fail to see that why they have to spend thirty or forty million dollars to build a roundabout. Well, because people, I guess, drive reckless and they want to try to make it safer. I'm not sure it will, but well, let me tell you a little story. Okay, I'm make it very little. Mm-hmm. She's downtown, and she saw this young man racing down the main street over. Not on, not around, but over that runaround. She, he didn't, he didn't stop for signs or directions or anything else. Mm-hmm. He just went over the runaround. Never mind going around it. He went over it, and that's the kind of thing that we're going to have to see when we do that on West Main Street. So, 
I don't see spending $50 million is going to help us at all. Uh, and as far as utilities go, I do believe they're going to change and replace the, the water main going out the west side over to Deep River. It's been down there for 50 years and needs a little help. So I think they need to do a little bit more work before they spend $50 million. And that's my opinion. Thank you. I'm glad you got around to talking to us. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you you have a good day, Stu. You too. Stu. And, hey, thanks for working today, Stu. My pleasure. Pay my Social Security. <laughs> See you later. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in and Yes, we're on FM2 now, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. 68 degrees. It is now 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Facing a fierce backlash over remarks widely viewed as divisive, President Biden is again trying to walk back his diatribe about so-called MAGA Republicans. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Those remarks from last week's speech in Philadelphia. Since then, Mr. Biden has drawn fire from Republicans and Democrats, even some members of the media. Now he says there's a difference between those he considers mainstream Republicans, people he says he can work with, and Republicans of the MAGA variety. It's a win for yet another Trump-endorsed candidate. I am proud tonight to accept the Republican nomination to be your next governor of Massachusetts. Former Massachusetts state lawmaker Jeff Deal has won his state's GOP gubernatorial primary. He'll face Democrat State Attorney General Maura Healey in November. I don't know about you, but I am tired of the anger, the vitriol, the division. That's not who we are. That's not what Massachusetts is all about. The audio from WCVB. Record heat and record electricity use in California. Correspondent Ed Donahue says the state remains firmly in the grip of a searing heat wave. This heat could feel even more miserable if there are blackouts. Turning up the air conditioning strains the power supply. Everyone has to do their part to help step up for just a few more days. Governor Gavin Newsom says run the air conditioner early when there is more power available. Later, in particular, 4 p.m., please turn your thermostat up to 78 degrees or higher and avoid to the extent possible using any really large appliances. Stocks higher on Wall Street this hour. Right now, the Dow is up 159 points. The S&P better by 20. And the Nasdaq trading 55 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a Sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817 912 1569. 
It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome to the program. Very important segment coming up with our uh, buddy, Attorney Horowitz, who's been on our show before, but... uh, his seminars are free. They're so very popular, and uh, they're complimentary workshops. So let's say good morning to Barry. Hi, Barry. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Good morning to you. We're uh, going to get some information now, and, of course, all that information people can get by going to your seminars, your complimentary workshops, which have been so popular through the years. Tell us a little bit about uh, your law firm, and uh, your seminars are are really good, and tell the folks why. Sure. The law firm is called Nierenstein Horowitz & Associates, and I'm Barry Horowitz. I'm one of the partners of the firm. Um, All our firm does is estate planning, so trusts and wills and things like that. We do nothing else. We have uh, 27 employees, and uh, our entire focus is trying to plan out people's affairs so when they die or if they become mentally disabled, they can have things go as smoothly as possible for themselves and their families. You've been doing this for a long time, so uh, I always ask you this, are there, have there been many changes now with the uh, living trusts? Well, things do have sort of calmed down. Uh, there were some changes uh, a few years ago, but with COVID, the legislature has not been able to get all that much done, nor has the federal government. So things are pretty stable right now. Yeah, stable's a good word. We like that, for sure. The question that everybody always asks is, what is the difference between a will or a living trust, and why should I get a living trust instead of a will? You're right. That is by far the most common question I get also. So to understand what a living trust is, you want to start with the idea that it's like a will. Most people have a common sense notion of what a will is, which is a document that says who gets what, when, and how, and you pass away. So start with that. And a lot of people are very critical of wills because they require probate. So the probate experience you have to go through with a will, normally, and a will by itself does nothing but tell a judge what to do, and the judge is the probate judge. So people often would rather avoid that. They find probate can be very expensive, also very time-consuming. And these days, a big issue has become the public nature of probate. With everything ending up on the Internet now, accurate or not, that people really do want to maintain some sense of privacy. And if you have real estate in multiple states, uh, it's not uncommon. Then you have probate not just in one state, but every state you have real estate in. could be two or three states. So to avoid that kind of issue... People often choose to do a living trust instead of just a will. A living trust will do what a will does, well, who gets what, when, and how, but will avoid probate if you die or if you become disabled. That means it can be so much cheaper by avoiding that whole process, the court procedure. Never Courts are never inexpensive. It also can be done much quicker. Probate, on average, is about 9 to 24 months, I would say. It really can't be done in less than six months because there's a five-month hold on asset transfers. So six months is really as fast as it can be done. can take much longer, too. And also because it's not part of a probate court process, it's all public. It's not public. It's all private. 
So that is another very big benefit these days. And if you happen to have real estate in multiple states, maybe you have a condo or something in Florida or even a timeshare in Rhode Island, it'll avoid all the probate. So in general, that means when you have a trust, it's going to be much less expensive, private, and much quicker than just with a traditional will. So, Barry, a lot of people, one of the things that they think of is, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard about living trust, but is that only for the very wealthy people? How do you address yeah, I that? I question a lot, too. Um, no, definitely not. In fact, the middle class for the last 20 or 30 years has been gravitating very strongly towards doing a trust instead of a will, because you don't need to be wealthy to have a trust make perfect sense for you. Our feeling is if you have an estate worth about $100,000, that's sort of a minimum, that means if you own a home, because these days a home is going to be worth at least $100,000, it makes sense to have a trust instead of just a simple will. So it's for the middle class as well as the very wealthy. So these sem- uh, seminars have been very, very popular, and I'm going to tell people where they're, they're going to be, and then I've got a, a bunch of questions for you. And if our listeners have any questions, they're welcome to call in at 889-5252. You know, it's amazing how people, before I give the locations. It's amazing how people, Barry, think that, well, um, I don't want to deal with it till I'm a, at a certain age. Yeah. And that's really like not a good really idea. Know. When you hear we all about, know when we're going to die, right? We never, I mean, there's no, you know, I've known, like to. I've known people that have lived to 100. I know people have lived to 25, so. I know. It's, yeah, it's an irony. Mm. Um, none of us know when our time's going to come. We all would like to know. Um, we often look at the age of our parents, uh, but nobody nobody knows. And so it's very important to get your planning done as soon as you're able because you just don't know when your time's going to come. Also, a living trust is a beautiful job avoiding probate process if you become mentally disabled. None of us knows when that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just had an acquaintance who just had a stroke. She's now mentally disabled. She had no idea she was going to have a stroke. And um, without a trust, you become mentally disabled, then someone has to be appointed to handle your affairs. That generally means a court process called a conservatorship. And that can also be very expensive, very time-consuming. It's all public. Even what you have and who you're leaving it to can all be end up to be made public. And these days, it's not uncommon for a court to appoint an attorney to be involved handling your affairs, not just a family member, because this way, the court has somebody who they can point to to be responsible who has training in this area. So now you lose control over your assets, and you don't even have the person you want in charge of your assets. You have a stranger who, of course, is billing you a lot. So avoiding the conservatorship, what we call a living probate, the seminars that we give, is a very important area that you also need to handle when you get your affairs in order. So, yes, you're absolutely right, Stu. The, the biggest problem with getting your planning done is thinking you know when you're going to die, so you procrastinate. And that's the worst thing to do with estate planning, because then something happens, or suddenly you get very ill, and now you can't handle legal issues. You've got to handle the medical issues. And then you pass away, and there's no adequate planning in place, and the family gets oftentimes torn apart over fighting. Fighting when someone dies has become a very, very common thing now in families. So it's very important to get your planning done before things like this happen. You know, for most of us, we've spent our entire lives trying to plan 
I take care of our families if anything happens. A big goal of us. And then uh, too often when someone dies, they haven't done any of this. And then it's the last thing you do is how you leave your affairs. You want to be remembered as somebody who took care of the family at the end as well as during the process of going through your life. So getting your trust done, getting your planning done is very, very important. And it's why we offer the seminars. The seminars give people a chance to learn all about it. We spend about two hours going over the whole thing. At the end of the seminar, we give people a chance to make an appointment with us free of charge. Seminars are free too. Uh, to have all their planning discussed and they can make a decision about it. We go over the cost during the seminar. We have a great question answer period. We get all your questions answered. And so it's a wonderful process, a way of beginning the process. You know, go to a seminar, learn about it, and then you can take the next step if you choose to do so. I'm telling the folks, Barry, about where these uh, free seminars are and also there's refreshments. Uh, Rocky Hill on uh, Tuesday, September 13th from 10 a.m. to noon. Also, you have a Continental Breakfast, Sheridan Hartford's South Hotel, 100 Capital Boulevard. In Woodstock, Wednesday, September 14th, 2 to 4 p.m., the Inn at Woodstock Hill, 94 Plain Hill Road. Right here in Norwich, um, you have a seminar Thursday, September 15th from 7 to 9, coffee and dessert at the Holiday Inn, 10 Laurel Boulevard. Then we go to uh, Rocky. You have another one at Rocky Hill, Tuesday, September 13th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Coffee and dessert, Sheridan Hartford South Hotel, 100 Capitol Boulevard. And right here in Norwich on September the 15th in the morning from 10 a.m. to noon with a breakfast at the Holiday Inn, 10 Laura Boulevard. And then Norwalk, Saturday, September 17th. That's 10 a.m. to noon at the Doubletree Hotel, 789 Connecticut Avenue. And I know our good friend Carla is uh, taking the phone calls if you'd like to uh, make a reservation because uh, from previous history, your seating goes pretty quickly, doesn't it? Yes, especially now because we're still operating under COVID restrictions. Mm -hmm. So seating is very limited. So people should call the office to make their appointment to come to the seminar to get a reservation. And everything is sanitized, as we know. You know, you take all precautions. As things have uh, loosened up, of course, 860-548-1000, 860-548-1000, an easy number to remember, to reserve your seats. And you've got a website, www.preserveyourestate.net. Your state, that's www.preserveyourestate.net. And there's a 24-hour seminar reservation line. So you make it as easy. You can make the reservations also on the web, that website. Mm -hmm. Let me take a short break, and I'll be back with uh, more questions for you, Barry. If you have a question for Attorney Horowitz, 889-5252, but certainly get all your questions answered at the free seminar. Can you remember the last time you slept all night? It was probably when you were younger and in better shape. If you can't sleep through the night, more than likely it's time for a new mattress from Bill's Bedding and Danielson. 
There you'll find our huge mattress display featuring Serta, Perfect Sleepers, iComfort Foam and Hybrids, and Simmons Beautyrest sets all at unbeatable prices. These mattresses use cooling gel and covers to keep you cool while you sleep, keeping the heat away from the surface. And Serta and Beautyrest beds are fully capable to be used on an adjustable basis so you can find the perfect sleep position with just a touch of a button. For even more savings, Bill's Bedding will deliver your new bed and take away the old one absolutely free. You can also take advantage of Bill's 12-month equal pay free financing plan available to qualified buyers. Sleep like a kid again all night and ready for the day ahead with the new Serta or Simmons mattress from Bill's Bedding and Furniture, 640 North Main Street, Route 12 in Danielson. Online at billsbedding.com. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know what to do when you have medications you no longer take lying around the house? I'll be back to discuss the potential hazard. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Hello, health this is Mark. Stu Breyer, Taking and I'd like to introduce to you to Attorney Barry Horowitz. Barry is a nationally recognized estate planning attorney in our area and is going to be talking about living trusts and proper estate planning. How are you today, Barry? Just fine, Stu. Barry, why is a living trust better than a will? Stu, a living trust is better than a will because it avoids probate, both when you die and if you become disabled. How much money should you have to make a living trust worthwhile? Opinions vary, but we believe that if you have about $75,000, that means anybody who owns a home, you should be doing the living trust. In fact, I will be hosting free living trust seminars on Tuesday, September 13th in Rocky Hill, Wednesday, September 14th in Woodstock, Thursday, September 15th in Norwich, and Saturday, September 17th in Norwalk. Seating is limited, though, so call 860-548-1000 today for reservations. That's 860-548-1000. Secure your family's future now. Call today, 860-548-1000, or online at preserveyourestate.net. Attorney Barry Horowitz is with us now to answer your questions, if you like. And uh, good morning. You're on the air with uh, Barry. Hi, Stu, and hi, Barry. I hope you can hear me. I have two questions. I'll put them very simply, if I can. Uh, Number one, do you have information that you can impart about what I believe is called natural burial, and if that's legal in Connecticut. And my second question is, for someone who lives month to month, Social Security, retired, non-military, I have no money that I've been able to put toward any kind of burial arrangement. Are there affordable uh, burial insurance things and that sort of thing? Hold on, I want to make sure Barry here. Did you hear that, Barry? I think I got him. Yeah. Okay, so great. The questions, okay. Both questions revolve around burial. First one is something called natural burial. Um, I will tell you that's a term that is not generally used. It's more of a term that's made up. What I can tell you 
is that what a lot of people like to do, and have always liked to do, which is to be cremated and have their bury of their ashes sprinkled on water, is illegal. Uh, now it's actually illegal. I, I know people still do it, but it's illegal, so you really can't do that. In terms of a natural burial, I I think you may mean just sort of um, digging a hole in your backyard, and you can't do that. It's got to be a burial ground in our state to be able to do that. Now, what is illegal and what is still rather popular is getting cremated and having your ashes sprinkled in your garden or something like that. That's still perfectly legal and is done rather regularly. Now, in terms of paying for burial, you mentioned that you're a veteran. Um, as a veteran, you can be buried in a veteran cemetery free of charge. So the cost of being buried should not be a problem for you as long as you are comfortable being buried in a veteran cemetery. All right. Interesting question there. 889 is the number. Hot topic all the time, you know, is uh, nursing homes and uh, how it connects with living trusts. Yes, yeah, certainly is. Um, living trusts um, and nursing home planning. Nursing home planning is very important these days because all, at least statistically, living longer. I often say the new 90 was the old 80. And a lot of us, though, need assistance to live to these ripe old ages. And that can mean being in a nursing home. Now, nobody wants to be in a nursing home. Nobody's trying to get that ticket to that concert. But you can't often, can't always be cared for at home. So you need to plan for this. Nursing home costs have risen dramatically, as so many things have these days. We're now seeing, in general, in Connecticut, nursing home costs at about $180,000 a year more in Fairfield County. Mm-hmm. So with numbers like that, it doesn't take too long until you lose almost everything you have. So getting nursing home planning done is very important. We talk about this at the seminars that you mentioned earlier, Stu. There are certain kinds of deeds that we can prepare that will protect assets from a nursing home stay. There are also certain kinds of trust that we can do that protect assets from a nursing home stay. So those are things lawyers can do. Uh, if you are not... Uh, if you're still pretty young, uh, long-term care insurance is a viable option. There's also a life insurance option, which is not bad if you're sort of too old for long-term care insurance, but maybe too young for things that lawyers will do. So all these options are talked about at the seminars that we're going to be giving next week, and um, I think it's very important that part of your planning is getting this taken care of as well. WICH, you have a question for Attorney Horowitz. Hi. Hello. I hope I'm not breaking up. My question is, uh, my uncle had had his wife cremated, and then he kept her urn at home until he passed, and they were both buried together uh, in in that same way. Is that acceptable? Oh, yes. Yes, in fact, not uncommon, actually, for a married couple. One will die first, usually, and they get cremated, and they're their remains are put in an urn. And then when the second one passes, they're also cremated, and their ashes are also put in an urn, and then sometimes they're commingled, but they are then taken care of often by the children. They're put in places that um, people had requested. Barry, what if you move to an, uh, another state? Um, does that create a problem? Okay, well, Sue, that depends really on how the trust is drawn up. You have to understand that uh, trusts are not like cans of peas on the shelf 
as lawyers, we have a great deal of flexibility in terms of how we write these things. So the way we write our trusts is they're valid in all 50 states. You can move. Your trusts will still be valid. Uh, whether you move to Florida or Arizona or California, wherever you go, and then something happens, uh, it will work for you. Even Louisiana, very strange French law in Louisiana, but it will be valid there, too, the way we, the way we write our trusts. I know you're going to cover a lot of these things at the uh, seminar, but uh, let me just get a few of them in now while I have you on the air with us. How about naming trustees and beneficiaries who do not live in the state? Hmm. Well, that's very common because these days people are very mobile. A lot of people's children are not living in Connecticut. They're living in other states. So the, you can have anybody you want as your trustees. Now, usually you'll have yourself initially. But if you die or become mentally disabled, you want at least one backup. And uh, two backups is not uncommon at all. So people typically put their spouse first if they're married, and then one or more of their children. If they're single, usually they'll go right to their children, and if they don't have children, or for some reason the children would not be appropriate, you can appoint anybody you like, a friend, uh, a bank, or really anyone you like. And it doesn't matter where they live. They could be living in Connecticut, they could be living in some other state, they can be living outside of the country. You can still pick whoever you like. Taxes. Let's talk a little bit about taxes. And you're going to go in depth, of course, with all of these uh, questions at your uh, Living Trust seminars and uh, also answer any questions people have there. But what about uh, saving taxes by having a Living Trust? Okay. So there are many kinds of taxes, of course. Um, the act of putting your assets inside a Living Trust is not a gift, so there's no gift taxes. Income taxes exist. They don't go up or go down by having your assets inside a trust. Income taxes will stay the same, so that's sort of neutral. The place where a living trust can really shine in terms of taxes are estate taxes if you're married. If you're married, we can double up what you normally will have in terms of exemptions compared to what people usually do, which is if they're married, they typically leave it to their spouse, and their spouse dies, and they leave it to their children. That's very typical. We're able to double what you can protect by using the living trust and putting that planning in place there. So you can still have the same net effect. You can still have the spouse in charge of everything. and They want to spend whatever they want outside the trust. And then when both parties pass, the amount you can pass free of estate taxes is doubled compared to not using a trust and just leaving it all to your spouse. Your spouse does whatever they want with it. So you can have very good estate tax results with a living trust for a married couple compared to just a regular will. We're going to tell you shortly where these uh, living trust seminars are again. Uh, it's a free seminar, so everybody can make a reservation and uh, be there and get all of the answers. Is this the type of thing uh, that you can change at any time? As long as you're alive all and right. competent, <laughs> you can always amend and change your trust document. So, yes, as long as you're alive and competent, you can change it whenever you want. WICH, you have a question. Whoops, we lost him there. You've been doing this a long time, and certainly you are known as one of the best in this area. Um, what area are people, uh, I wanted to ask you this today, seem most confused about? I don't want to miss anything in this segment. Sure. I think the biggest um, concern people have 
with a living trust is it's not an uncommon question where people are concerned and they express this to me that they lose control over their assets. And that is not the case because the person who's in control of your assets is the trustee. Almost everybody wants to be their own trustee. In fact, it's very unusual for someone not to be. As long as you are your own trustee, then you are in control of your assets just like you are now. You can still buy, sell, exchange, borrow against your assets. Whatever you can do now, you can still do with a living trust as long as you are your own trustee. So you can act as your own trustee? Oh, yeah, and that's what people almost always do. Mm-hmm. You can transfer your real estate into uh, the living trust? Oh, yes. In fact, you, you always want to do that. Mm-hmm. The biggest reason people will do a living trust is to avoid the probate process. You know, you just ask some people who've had their relatives die, and it's very common to hear horror stories about that whole process. Because when you die with just a regular will, your assets have to go through the probate process to go under the will. And that can be very time-consuming, very expensive. It's all public. And so here you are grieving, you know, and you're trying to deal with those feelings, and now you've got this whole lengthy, involved court process to go through. People would much rather avoid that usually, and they can if they have a living trust. So before I give the uh, locations of the uh, free seminars on living trust, for those who have never been to one, what can we expect when we go there? People generally find it to be very entertaining, and they are surprised how fast the time goes. The seminars are two hours, and uh, we tell a story of a typical couple. Bill and Mary, they have two children, Susan and John. We compare what happens with their estate if they do nothing, if they rely on joint tenancy, if they have a will, and if they have a trust. So everything is compared. And what we're able to show after a couple of hours, and it's very unusual for people not to see it, is that, boy, living trust is so much better than doing nothing or having a will. And so people often want to know, why doesn't everybody have one? Well, I think it's really two reasons. The first one, and the biggest reason by far, is procrastination. People will procrastinate till the cows come home about getting their estate planning done. And it is such a tragedy and such a foolish thing to do because suddenly a health problem creeps up on you and all of a sudden you're dealing with medical issues and you can't now deal with legal issues. And then you pass away and it's a mess. And then the family has to deal with it. Uh, So that's a very big problem is procrastination. Another problem, and the seminar really tries to address this, is lack of knowledge. Uh, people, they sort of hear about trust, but they don't know too much about it. They know about wills, but trust just seems to them, oh, just for the wealthy. And of course it's not, as we talked about earlier in this segment. It is a way of handling your affairs that will save generally tens of thousands of dollars in costs when you die. can be more. can be hundreds of thousands if your estate is large. If you become mentally disabled, you can save a load of money in those costs as well, and put the people you want in charge of your affairs. So those are the reasons people don't get their planning done. With the seminar, we're able to address both. We spend almost the entire two hours educating people about how trusts work, comparing them to wills or doing nothing. At the end of the meeting, we give people an opportunity to make an appointment with us. 
And the seminar is free, and the appointment is free as well if you attend a seminar. That's a $650 value for that meeting that we have decided to give people for free if they attend the seminar first and educated first. So now you can have a free meeting also with one of our lawyers. They will discuss how a trust will work for you and you know the fees from the seminar. We talk about those. And then you can decide at, during that meeting, that free meeting, whether you wish to proceed or not. And we usually have people done, um, in fact, almost always done within about two months or your planning done, and it'll be done with. Now you've got that taken care of. And so the idea of getting educated, not procrastinating, and it all done with a firm that really knows what they're doing, because all we do is estate planning in our firm, uh, is really appealing to people. But we feel it's very important to first get educated. So we give the seminars without charge so people can be educated, and then they can decide if they want to take the next step, which is to have a free meeting. Mm-hmm. Let me tell the folks, uh, Barry, um, about the seminar coming up. It'll be here very soon, Tuesday, September 13th in Rocky Hill, 10 a.m. to noon. That's at the Sheridan Hartford South Hotel, 100 Capitol Boulevard. There's Continental Breakfast. And then in Rocky Hill on Tuesday, the 13th, same date, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., coffee and dessert, Sheridan Hartford South Hotel, 100 Capitol Boulevard. Now, in Woodstock, you have a meeting on Wednesday, September 14th from 2 to 4 with refreshments. That's the Inn at Woodstock Hill, 94 Plain Hill Road. And then uh, right here in Norwich on September the 15th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Continental Breakfast at the Holiday Inn, 10 Laura Boulevard. That's 10 a.m. to noon on Thursday, September 15th. And the same day in the evening, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. with coffee and dessert at Holiday Inn, 10 Laura Boulevard. And uh, also in Norwalk, Saturday, September 17th, 10 a.m. to noon, Continental Breakfast, Doubletree Hotel, 789 Connecticut Avenue. And I'll give the folks the uh, number, Barry, to call for a reservation with our friend Carla, 860 to reserve your seats. You can go to www.preserve yourestate.net 24-hour seminar reservation line. And I think we've uh, covered. If I missed anything, Larry, uh, Barry, let me know. No, I think you've done great, Stu. I really look forward to seeing some of our listeners at these presentations. Uh, you will not regret going. I don't think anybody feels their time was wasted. And hopefully, at the end of the meeting, you'll be thinking, gee, I really need to get this done. And you'll decide to come see us for a free meeting and then decide at the meeting that you wish to proceed and you'll have this taken care of. You know, your legacy to your family is often how you leave your affairs when you pass away. It's the last thing you do in life. And they will remember. And spend our whole lives trying to take care of our families and seeing that they are properly provided for. We've done whatever we can we should continue with that when our time comes. The last thing you do, you want to take care of your family and get your affairs in order. For many, many folks, that means doing a living trust. Well, Barry, it's great to have you on. I know you're well-educated on the subject. You're an honorable guy. So uh, good luck with the seminars, and nice talking with you. Thank you, Stu. Great talking to you as well. Thanks, Barry. Attorney Barry Horowitz, our guest. 
It is 11.34, and we will be taking a break and an open topic. Hi, everyone. Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Fall is in the air, and Hart's has all of the goodies to decorate your home for the season. Mums, asters, ornamental kale, and fall accent plants are now ready. You can fill your flower pots and window boxes with fresh, beautiful plants from Hart's. We also have fall vegetable plants, perennials, and flowering shrubs to add to your gardens, and these all have lots of fall color, too. We grow our own plants so you know they will thrive. In fact, we grow over 100,000 mums and asters in all your favorite fall colors, and they're staged to be in perfect flower every week. Remember, Hearts has pumpkins, gourds, scarecrows, fall flags, cornstalks, hay bales, and more to decorate your porch or patio. Visit one of our stores today. We're only a short drive from anywhere in eastern Connecticut. We're on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. We're open seven days a week. Check us out on Facebook or at heartsgreenhouse.com. See you soon. Stu Bryan with you. Isn't it sad when you see families fighting over stuff when somebody passes away? And sometimes families don't talk to each other after that. I want that. I want this. I want that. Man, it's the saddest thing. Trying to make things smooth. What's on your mind? You want to talk about that or anything else? Uh, don't wait till you're in your late hundreds to make a will. I know that much. So the Better Business Bureau has sent me this. What to do after a damaging storm of flood? Just a couple of tips on that today. Document the damage to your property. Take pictures and, if possible, video evidence. Contact your insurance company immediately. Don't wait a long time. Check your insurance policy. Flood damage is not covered by standard homeowners or renters' insurance policies. In some high-risk flood areas, home and business owners may be required by law to carry flood insurance. Inquire about policy coverage and specific filing requirements. We paid for flood insurance for like nine years. There was a flood, very small one. And after that, the insurance company canceled us. (laughs) That was it. So they made thousands of dollars, but they had to come up with $900, and they canceled us. Just thought I'd share that with you. Ask for proof of liability, workers' compensation, and licensing. Verify the contractor has the correct license to do work in Connecticut. This protects you in case something happens while working on your property. Do not make any permanent repairs until you get approval from your insurance company. This is important stuff they sent me from the Better Business Bureau. Your insurer might not fully reimburse you for permanent repairs made without their authorization. Review contracts, deposits, and payments. Make sure the contract is specific. Be sure the contract specifies the schedule for releasing payments. Ask for a start and end date for the work to be done. And never emphasizing never pay in full in advance. Do not pay with cash. Better Business Bureau suggests that no more than one-third of the job be paid up front. Don't make final payment or sign a completion agreement until all work is done to your satisfaction. Even if you love the workers, wait till all work is done with satisfaction. And it is also wise to be on the lookout for scammers who are seeking to take advantage of an owner's haste to repair the damage. Here are a few red flags to be wary of. 
door-to-door workers who claim to have leftover material. Uh-uh. A contractor who shows up unannounced who claims your home is unsafe. Businesses without local addresses. Never do dealing with them. Be on the lookout for price gouging. Consumers should use the Better Business Bureau scam tracker to see if others have reported a scam or to report a scam themselves. Flood preparedness, how to prepare for a flood disaster. This month is National Preparedness Month. Simple steps that businesses and homeowners can take to reduce the impact of natural disasters. Take pictures, videos, back up critical digital files, properly anchor fuel and propane tanks, have copies of your insurance policies on hand, collect family photos. Don't want to lose them, right? Keep medicines together. Prepare an emergency kit and discuss your emergency plan with your family. Now, I got this email from the Better Business Bureau because we can t- keep in touch all the time. But if you would like me to email that to you, just email stu at wich.com, your email address, and I will send you that information. Stu at wich.com. Say, hey, Stu, that stuff you read about emergency situations. Could you send me that? And I will do that because I want you all to be safe and ready in case there is a a bad scene weather-wise, flooding, and you know we've all been through it, right? This year, the Mystic Chamber of Commerce is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the beloved Mystic Bascule Bridge. Discover the bridge trail of bridge-related items created and available at local businesses. A portion of the sales from all the bridge trail items will go towards scholarships funded largely by Foxwoods Resort Casino. Download the Go Mystic app today where you'll find all the bridge trail information, plus Mystic restaurants, shopping, events, and more. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy, 74 today, down to 58 tonight as the cloud cover continues. But it'll start breaking up tomorrow with a partly to mostly sunny day up to 78. And for Friday, lots of sunshine, very nice day with a high of 81. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. All right, this portion of our program. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Poor guy stepped on him. Ouch. This portion of our program is an open topic, so if you want to talk about what Barry Horowitz said or anything else will go on to other things because there certainly are a lot of things to talk about as usual. If you're new to our program, all opinions are welcome. Yours, mine, and anybody. Even people you disagree with. You're welcome to call in and give your opinion. That's what we want on this program. So what else is happening? Congratulations to the sun. They beat the sky. The sun beat the sky, hmm, 104 to 80 to force a decisive Game 5 in the WNBA semifinals. Sun beats the sky. Sometimes the sky beats the sun. What else is going on? Uh, Offshore wind coalition not chosen for federal funding. Some of the new things out. And uh, Big Bird. You heard about this one. A big bird knocked out the power in Norwich. Not big bird from Sesame Street. Power outage that knocked out power to more than a half the city on Friday evening occurred when a large bird, likely a great blue heroine, 
struck three wires at the Norwich Public Utilities substation, shorted out the system, NPU officials said. People were very upset and gave him the bird. But much of the traffic that whizzes along, uh, let's see, the outage knocked out power over 11,000 people. Scenario is exceptionally rare. There is no recollection of a similar outage occurring on the NPU system over the past 25 years. NPU spokesman Chris Riley said Tuesday NPU released a photo of the dead bird beneath the three exposed pipes, and that's something, that carry the wires, each carrying 13.8 kilowatts of electricity. The pipes are two feet apart, so the bird has to have at least four-foot wingspan to touch all three pipes at the same time. Hasn't happened in 25 years. National Geographic lists the great blue heroine wingspan at 5.5 to 6.6 feet. Mr. Riley said NPU is investigating whether the pipes can be wrapped with insulation to prevent future accidents. Well, it wasn't a canary. It was a big bird and Caused a little aggravation, huh? Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. So you opened your business. You had a plan, a budget for marketing, an impeccable understanding of all your media choices, knew the kind of return on investment you'd need, and found a medium that was affordable while providing reach and frequency. Wait, you didn't do any of that? Then we need to talk. Go to the contact us pull down on WICH.com and fill in the form for advertising. If you're looking for a great holiday season this year and a playbook to get you through all of next, time is running out. So go to WICH.com now and let's map out your path to a successful new year for you and your business. Right, let's take some calls before the news. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. Let's talk about this, uh, another punk and uh, this pathetic judge. Um, the punk first, uh, he, he murders this girl. Number one, the girl, the woman. I, I wish women went, went through this kind of stuff. Don't go running out. Don't go for a run at 4 o'clock in the morning by yourself. Unless you're going to carry a handgun. Please go running with somebody else at 4 o'clock in the morning. Don't put your life on the line like that. It's just a shame that we... You've got to use common sense these days. You can't do that. It's a shame that we have to, Larry. But it's a shame we have to, but we live in a society where you must be cautious. You must be what? I said it's a shame we have to worry about that, but we do live in a society where you have to be very cautious. Yeah, you do. You can't go running. A woman especially cannot go running by herself at 4 o'clock in the morning. You can't do that in today's age. What are you What are you worrying more about? Your Your uh, to be in uh, in good shape, or or die at the hands of what this punk did to her. So he he kidnaps this woman, and he served a twenty out of twenty four year sentence. So if he was still in jail and they didn't let him let him out of his last four years of his twenty four year sentence, this would not have happened to this woman. Number one. Okay, so he's back out within uh, within 12 months. He does this to another woman after he did it. That's why he got a 24 year sentence. Um, and listen, you ain't gonna believe this. They charge him. With, they know he committed the murder, and and they, now they charge him with the murder. But he goes before the judge for the aggravated kidnapping charge, all kinds of felonies and stuff. And this pathetic judge puts a five hundred thousand dollar bond on him when he should have held him with no bond. You're kidding me! I didn't know a that. Fifty million dollar bond. Unbelievable. 
He put a $500,000 bond on it. So you know what they did after they put the murder charge on him? They're bringing him back into court this morning to see if the judge will up the bond. Because now they charged him with murder. Can you believe this nonsense that goes on? No, I can't believe it. The judge is a moron. Yeah. Yesterday and the day before for $50,000. So let's let's explain it to the... And and you can explain it better than me. When they say $500,000 bond... That doesn't 10%. mean you. That doesn't mean you have to come up with five hundred thousand. No, that's ten percent cash. Right. So ten percent of five hundred is fifty grand, right? I wish they could fire judges. I really wish they could do it easily. I would kick him right out on his throne. So, judge, I don't know who this moron judge is. They showed him on TV this morning, but there he said, and, and you know they got this pumpkin and and on the in the court with mm-hmm. well, no handcuffs on. This is not a jury trial. He's not in front of. Or he go, uh, 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 so this guy should be in shackles and handcuffed behind his back, and he's in there with nothing. He's just standing there as free as the bird, with maybe three or four police officers standing around him. What kind of nonsense is this? I'm as aggravated as you are, and we're seeing this more and more every day. And I would love our president to. Oh, uh, this this is unreal. To this say something woman, about she, it. She leaves two kids. Oh. The woman's dead. This guy's facing the death penalty. They got the death penalty in this state where, where he committed this crime. Well, they're going to give him the death. They're going to get the death penalty for, for this guy for what he did for this woman. And they got him with no handcuffs and no shackles in a courtroom, surrounded by two or three police. This is unreal. I, I don't know what's going on. I agree, I, Larry. That's just um, very upsetting. Uh, and and uh, this goes anyway, on and I want on. You to know, I don't know what the bond's going to be today. It should be no bond. He should be held with no bond at all. Okay, until his trial comes up. Um, it, uh, he, and um, to put a $500,000 bond on this punk who just got out of prison for 20 years for doing the exact same thing, kidnapping somebody at gunpoint, and now uh, this is unbelievable. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just can't figure this stuff out. It's a good thing I'm not a judge. The jails would be full. There'd be no more room. Hey, you and me both, and believe me, I would have no problem with the death sentence with this guy. But that's me. I know you have a different point of view on that, but yeah, I would have yeah, no you know, problem. I'm a, listen, if they kill, if they decide they want to kill this guy, I'm not going to have a problem with it. I, I just because I'm against it doesn't mean that in circumstances I, I really mm-hmm. don't care. If they do it, I don't care. Just in you know most circumstances, I really don't. I, I, you're right. I, I don't agree okay. with it. But thanks, Larry. You know they should have never let the guy out of prison. So you're right. If they killed the guy on the last time then he would have never got out of prison to do it this time. Who knows? <laughs> so, but please, to the woman out there, don't don't go put yourself in, in situations like this. Don't put, there's all kinds of crazy people on the streets today. Do not go out running on a street at four o'clock in the morning in the pitch black, even if you're on a city street. Don't do it. You gotta be with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, another woman or a man, if you want to jog at that time in the morning, I see. I know people have to go to work at seven and eight o'clock. They want to get their run in, but you can't do that. You can't, you got to think of your, your your safety and your family before you do something like this. And if you're going to go do it, carry a knife or a gun with you while you're going yeah. on your I run. Mean, yeah. What do you think people want guns more than ever because of the justice system being so soft? Hey, thanks, yeah. buddy. Take care. Okay. Memphis is a. Uh, Unfortunately, not what it used to be, but it's um, there's a lot of bad uh, crime in Memphis. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Yes, hi, Stu. Hi there. Good to have you back. 
Hey, I just want to um, re-request something for Marvin, a song. Oh, yeah, you wanted to hear the Angel song. I did look for it. I have been unable to find it, unfortunately. Okay, well, maybe we can just put on um, Abraham, Martin, and John. Abraham, Marvin, and John, huh? Yeah. Well, well I'd love to find the Angel. Well, thanks for thinking of him. We we do miss yeah, him. We no, do miss him. him. He's part yeah. of your show. Absolutely, for so many years. Yeah, and it was interesting to hear with him and Larry and everybody else. I agree. I agree. Well, Joe. Thank you, buddy. You know, we never notice people till they're gone. Sometimes we don't appreciate them until they're gone. We should. That's very true. Thank okay, you much. Yep. Abraham, Marvin, and John. Take care of yourself. Thank you. You too. Thank Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, how you doing? All right, thank you. Hey, my name is Bill. I live in Montville. Not that it makes any difference, but in, the, in this case it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, very very quickly, uh, they're talking about the roundabouts. Yes. Norwich. Mm-hmm. I would like the people in Norwich to remember what happened to the uh, transportation center. They oh, built yes. Down over by the marina. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be used for something, and it's been sitting there for five years doing absolutely nothing. They wasted their money on it, okay? That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Don't think about it too much, because it's there, yep. Yep, and I think they ought to remember that before they make a decision before you know about the roundabouts. Mm-hmm. Also, also, okay, Three Rivers College has a electronic... Uh, Adver- advertising screen in the front of the in front of their building on the road. An advertising screen that they have on the front of the road. Uh, what, what you know, the date and the time and uh, advertisements for the school or whatever they want to do with it. Okay. Sure. Uh huh. Right. Yep. Okay. Why is there a big blob in there called Black Lives Matter? I thought that any school like that would be like a neutral location for learning, okay? And they say Black Lives Matter is desecrated, is a decentralized political and social movement that seeks to uh, highlight racism, discrimination, and racial inequality experiences by black people when it supports, when its supporters come together. That is, I don't think it's a very good place to have that. I'm surprised anybody in the in the, in the uh, you know in the area has not seen that on that board. I haven't gone by there recently, but I I think what they should have is uh, all people are created equal, all lives matter. If they're going to put anything on there, and that's it. That's exactly the point I'm making. Yeah. I'm very I'm very disappointed with that because I I I go to buy I buy there almost every day or every other day or something, mm-hmm. and for some reason that dang thing comes up. Black lives matter. And uh, it's they caused a lot of problems in the beginning when we had all the shooting and killing and everything else like that. And I do not think that should be brought into the into the university or well, into the school. Well, we're constantly getting this divisiveness, and I think the people that are trying to uh, maybe in their minds do the right thing are really dividing people. Yep. And then also, if you notice, if you ever look at the London Day, mm-hmm. when they ever speak of black people, why is the B uh, uh, capital B? And the white people's white W is a uh, is a lowercase. I, I I don't know. I really haven't noticed that. But yep, 
You mm-hmm. notice that. My wife noticed it whatever one day. She said, what's going on? She says, well, you know, we talk about the black people, and they they have the big capitalized, and we talk about the white and their, their, uh, the lowercase. That's just a couple of things I did. All right. Thank you, up. sir. That's what the show's for, to get all opinions. Thank you. Well, have a wonderful day. Thank you, Stu, for everything you do. Uh, you're very welcome. W-I-C-H-I. Oh, hi, Stu. Hey, you know what? I was just thinking... Really? I don't know why they're making a big deal over the uh, Trump, um, what he had in his uh, Mar-a-Lago. Because you know what? If I'm not mistaken, I think all the prior presidents still get a security briefing. Well, I don't know all the ins and outs. Every day I hear something different, that uh, there's a lot of whistleblowers saying things, and we don't know if they're for sure. Uh, So I don't know. And Speculate. Oh, for the next couple of days, I'm going to tell you what I got in my Epic Times. But here's something. I'm going to call later. You okay. know, are you having a person? I have a 10-minute uh, guest at oh. 10 minutes. Well, I'm going to let you know why they're picking on Elon Musk. This is what he said. We need to use oil and gas because otherwise civilization will crumble. This is the person who makes Tesla cars. He said we have to use oil and gas, otherwise civilization will crumble. He told reporters during comments at an oil and gas conference in Norway. Now, isn't that interesting? No wonder they're taking him and having a lawsuit against him. All right, Sue, thanks. Okay. Welcome to the program you're on. Hi, I'm looking for a ticket to Bruce Springsteen at the Mohegan Sun and Rolling Stone magazines. My number's 860-887-0813. Okay. Thanks. Hello. Good morning to you. Hi, Stu. Hi. Since that gentleman was bringing up the Black Lives Matter, that's right around my corner. I see it all the time. So I want to tell you, when I was brought up, um, my mother always, you know, there was no difference, difference in color or whatnot. I had no thought of um, anything. We had friends of all colors. I'm tan, you know, and I get tan when I'm in tan or when I'm in... Well, most people uh, who are decent human beings, and I hope most people are, naturally Black Lives Matter, and Everybody's life matters unless you are a criminal and you want to hurt somebody. So this is what I feel today. Um, what I see makes me very angry. The be- uh, behaviors, the attitude, destruction, and disrespect from the Black Lives Matter and people of color. Um, it's so heartening for me to feel this way today. I don't know what to tell you. When I was brought up, I had none of these feelings because I was raised right. You don't have to have these feelings because you don't feel that way. So don't blame uh, one group for everything. I don't like it. I I do not like like it. I've changed how I feel. It just makes me sick. It makes me angry. And um, I don't know about anyone else how how they were brought up. Changes how you feel about. I'm, I'm confused. It changes how you feel about black people. Yes. Well, that's unfortunate. That's that's the big problem now, and it comes out of Washington that 
You've got to judge everybody as an individual. Now, there have been some things with Black I Lives Matter. I always have. Well, there, let me just say that. Hold on. Let me say this. But, there have been some things about Black Lives Matter. There's money missing. There's taxes missing. So don't blame people in that organization and blame everybody. Uh, that's well, the worst um, thing you can do. There's a lot of things I have blame for, but that is one of them, Stu. Uh, I keep praying because I want to change my attitude and feel differently. Um, it's easy to feel differently. Judge judge people on their contempt of their character, as Martin Luther King said, and you'll be all set. Well, show me. Okay. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Joe Biden. When he got into office, the biggest threat to this country is white supremacy. Huh? I'm sorry that we're out of time because I'm just getting worked up. Larry got me good and worked up with that bond of $50,000 for that monster who killed that woman jogging. All right. Let's have a nice lunch. I promise you we'll have a fun lunchtime oldie hour. Promise. Scouts honor. And you know the scouts never lied, right? Personality Radio, WICH, AM 1310 in Norwich. We're on FM 294.5 W233DB in Norwich. Jimmy Fallon. Let me say that right. Jimmy Fallon has his talk show at 2.05. Check it out. Right now it's noon and what's happening in the news? Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A record-setting heat wave has made life miserable in much of the West, with California stretching into its second week of excessive heat. The tax, the state's power supply, with record-setting command, and brought it perilously close to ordering rolling outages. Well, people were desperately trying to stay cool. Governor Gavin Newsom. Everyone has to do their part to help step up for just a few more days. On Tuesday, the state's electrical grid did manage to handle record-breaking demand. The White House is now the president's translator. Walking back earlier remarks by the president, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Biden is speaking about lawmakers when he speaks about MAGA Republicans, not everyday voters. A recent poll found well over half of Americans surveyed were angered by Biden's calling Trump voters extremists. Biden also claimed those questioning the validity of the 2020 election were un-American and a danger to democracy. RNC Research posted a 10-minute video to Twitter that shows Democrats contesting the validity of the 2000, 2004, and 2016 presidential elections. Elections won by Republicans. Tasha Stevens reporting. Also at townhall.com, on the economic front, United Parcel Service planning to hire more than 100,000 extra workers to help handle an increase in packages coming during the holiday season. That hiring is similar to the holiday seasons of 2020 and last year. Holiday volume usually starts rising in October and remains high into January. The hiring plans come as online shopping has slowed after a pandemic-induced surge. UPS says the openings will be for full and part-time seasonal positions. Correspondent Rich Thomason says UPS promotes the seasonal jobs as ones that can lead to year-round employment. More at townhall.com.
Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says his country is well-placed to get through this winter with enough energy thanks to his efforts to shore up supplies. Scholz is dismissing criticism from the country's opposition. Center-right opposition leader Friedrich Merz charged that Scholz's three-party coalition lacks any strategic thinking. An unusually combative, Scholz responded that his coalition has worked since it took office in December to prepare for problems that ministers from Mertz's party in the previous government failed to anticipate. Correspondent Jeremy House. Irish regulators slapping Instagram with a big fine after investigation found the social media platform mishandled teenagers' personal data. Ireland's Data Protection Commission fined the company 405 million euros or about 402 million dollars the penalty the second biggest issued under the european union's stringent privacy rules breaking news at townhall.com in health news is covid-19 winding down many scientists think not New booster shots have arrived and social distancing guidelines have eased. But COVID-19 infections aren't going away anytime soon. Experts predict the scourge that's already lasted longer than the 1918 flu pandemic will linger far into the future. Vaccines and protections are making the virus easier to live with for now, but it's still killing more than 400 Americans every day. And it may well keep evolving in worrisome ways, such as becoming better to get around immunity from vaccination and past infection. It's possible it could also evolve to cause more serious disease. I'm Charles Diladesma. A check on Wall Street, the Dow up 233 points, uh, the Nasdaq ahead 118. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Here's my story, it's sad but true. It's about a girl that I once knew. She took my love, then ran around. Every single guy in town
I keep away from a run around sewer, yeah. Put my miss lips and a smile on her face. The touch of her hand and this girl's one embrace. So if you don't want to cry like I do, I keep away from a run around sewer. Keep away from a run around to a play that hey, hey, Yeah, keep away from this girl. I know know what you'll do. Keep away from soup. She likes to travel around. Yeah, she loves you and she'll put you down. Now people let me put you wise. She goes out with other guys. Here's the moral and a story from that guy who knows her. Keep away from a run around Sue Yeah Stay away from that girl Don't you know what you do now Whoa That was one of the biggest pop hits of the 60s, Dion DiMucci and uh, Run Around Sue. There's a gentleman who asked me if I would play this song in memory of Marvin Ceruto. We were sad to uh, hear the news that he had passed away. Certainly, uh, Contributed a lot to our program through the years with his conversation. So here is that Sarah McLaughlin song called Angel. Spend all your time waiting for that second chance For a break that would make it okay There's always some reason Feel not good enough And it's hard at the end of the day I need some distraction Oh, beautiful release Memories seep from my veins Let me be empty some peace tonight In the arms of the angel Fly away from here From this dark cold hotel room And the endlessness that you fear Tired of the straight line 
vultures and thieves at your back The storm keeps on twisting Keep on building lies That you make up for all that you lack It don't make no difference Escape one last time It's easier to believe In this sweet we could find that song for the gentleman who wanted to play that for Marvin. What a beautiful voice she has, huh? Sarah McLaughlin and Angel. Speaking of Angel, look at those angel eyes. Curtis Lee. Pretty little angel eyes. Pretty little angel eyes. Pretty little angel, pretty little angel, pretty little, pretty little, pretty little
pretty little angel eyes. One hit wonder by the name of Curtis Lee. I love that song because uh, it has uh, bicycle bells at the beginning. There are not too many songs that have bicycle bells. Remember those? You let people know that you're coming. Everybody thought we were the ice cream truck. Hey, I want to get my wings, so I'll play another angel song for you. Rosie and the Originals. 1961, Stu's lunchtime break. Welcome in. Bowser's uh, 
touring show for a while. That's Rosie, WICH with Stu. Isn't this fun? And it's all absolutely free. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy, 74 today, down to 58 tonight as the cloud cover continues. But it'll start breaking up tomorrow with a partly to mostly sunny day up to 78. And for Friday, lots of sunshine, very nice day with a high of 81. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. The Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival returns to New London this weekend. This year's gathering of vessels includes U.S. Coast Guard and Navy vessels and the historic topsail schooner Amistad. The weekend will be filled with tours of ships and fishing vessels, a fishing clinic with lots of giveaways, music, food trucks, activities for the children, and much more. Brought to you with support from the Connecticut Department of Economic and Community Development Office of Tourism and Dime Bank. Go to ctmaritimefest.com for a complete schedule. When it comes to heart and vascular care, go to the experts in valve procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. It's nice to have an angel, especially if it's a special one. Most angels are pretty nice, aren't they? That's in their contract. She wants to say halo. Touch your warm 
Bobby Helms, you may remember him from uh, the Christmas song, Jingle Bell Rock. Well, he also had that song, You're My Special Angel. You never know, there might be one next door. songs were so much fun, weren't they? Huh? That's uh, Neil Sedaka living right next door to an angel. Boy, it's nice to have good neighbors. Here's a really sweet song you don't hear very often by a singer by the name of Shelby Flint. Unfortunately, it was her only hit, but it's certainly worth playing again. She's got an angel on her shoulder. It's better than a chip. Put it 
Wished on all the stars above me And I caught the nearest rainbow Gonna find someone to love me Gonna find someone to love Well, I tossed a lot of nickels in a wishing well And saved a fortune, set the fortune cookies tell I got a lucky penny and a mustard seed But a warm and tender love is all I need And I want a love that lingers And is stronger through and through So I'm gonna cross my fingers That I find the boy to love me Saved the fortune, set the fortune cookies tell. I got a lucky penny and a mustard seed, but a warm and tender love is all I need. And I want a love that lingers and is stronger through and through. So I'm gonna cross my fingers that I find the boy to love me. Nice to have an angel on either shoulder. They're okay, huh? Stu Breyer with you, WICH. Lots of sitcoms had uh, young people on the sitcoms, and uh, many of them went on to get hit songs. Lots of them, like The Riflemen and uh, just so many. One of them turned out to be uh, have a number one hit, and that was, uh, I think it was the Donna Reed show, wasn't it? Shelley Fabre, well, she had a number one hit. She was very popular on that show and had one of the biggest hits of the 60s. Johnny Angel, Johnny Angel, Johnny Angel, you're an angel to me. Johnny Angel, how I love him. He's got something that I can't resist. But he doesn't even know that I exist Johnny Angel, how I want him How I tingle when he passes by Every time he says hello, my heart begins to fly I'm in heaven Him and me, and how it's gonna be. Other fellows call me up for a date, but I just sit and wait. I'd rather concentrate on Johnny Angel, cause I love him, and I pray that someday he'll love me, and together we will see how lovely. Don't 
wanna be other fella Call me up for a date But I just sit and wait I'd rather concentrate on Johnny Angel Cause I love him And I pray that someday he'll love me And together we will see how lovely That's a nice thing to say to somebody. Uh, you're, you're really, you're such an angel. And of course, sometimes when they get mad, you're the devil. We like more of the angel, huh? Here's Merrily Rush. There's no hurry, Merrily. Sing your song with Stu. W I C H lunchtime break. Call me Angel in the morning or 
If you want, just call me. Merrily rush. Merrily, merrily, merrily. Having fun with our lunchtime oldie break. Enjoy it with us. So you opened your business. You had a plan, a budget for marketing, an impeccable understanding of all your media choices, knew the kind of return on investment you'd need, and found a medium that was affordable while providing reach and frequency. <laughs> Wait, you didn't do any of that? Then we need to talk. Go to the contact us poll down on WICH.com and fill in the form for advertising. If you're looking for a great holiday season this year and a playbook to get you through all of next, time is running out. So go Go to WICH.com now and let's map out your path to a successful new year for you and your business. How do you make the most of your land? Everyone has their way. And this is how the Allens do it with the help of their John Deere compact tractor. We grow tulips, peonies, and 7,000 dahlias. Over nine acres. They're a labor of love. So they need their 3032E tractor to work as hard as they do all year long. Equipped with an iMatch quick hitch to easily swap implements, a rotary cutter to clear fields, a front loader to transport flowers and soil, and a tiller to prep garden beds for planting, they have everything they need to keep doing what they love. And if you ask them... We really feel like sometimes that we are harvesting happiness. Because when you love taking a seat on your tractor, your land stands to benefit. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. D.H. Marvin has been a John Deere dealer for over 85 years. See D.H. Marvin on South Main Street in Colchester to see what they have available or to place your order today. Before you head out to Mystic this summer, download the Go Mystic app for everything happening in Mystic. One touch connects you to restaurants, shopping, events, activities, and more. Start your visit at the Bascule Bridge Visitor Center and find signature bridge anniversary items for purchase and information on the celebration. Download the Go Mystic app today. Powered by Foxwoods Resort Casino, Mystic River Historical Society, Levine Distributors, and Seaport Marine. Go to mysticchamber.org. Well, I'm looking for Charlie Pride and Kiss an Angel. Good morning. I may have to have one of you sing it. It's such a great song. Hmm. Seems to be missing here. Anyway, we got through a lot of angel uh, music. And I appreciate your heavenly requests. And we got some other tunes that we can get in as well. If I find Charlie, I'll certainly get him in. The Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival returns to New London this weekend. This year's gathering of vessels includes U.S. Coast Guard and Navy vessels and the historic topsail schooner Amistad. The weekend will be filled with tours of ships and fishing vessels, a fishing clinic with lots of giveaways, music, food trucks, activities for the children, and much more. Brought to you with support from the Connecticut Department of Economic and Community Development Office of Tourism and Dime Bank. Go to ctmaritimefest.com for a complete schedule. It's our lunchtime only break. We would like to bring a little joy to you with the music. Jeremiah was a bullfrog, was a good friend of mine.
Floyd spreading a little joy around. It was the number one song in 1970. Joy to the World by the Three Dog Nights. Well, we got a few calls from some angels out there. Nice to know you're listening, too. The signal's getting way up there, isn't it? Listened in WICH, not the uh, not the baseball team, but uh, you know the real deal here. Hello, this is Stu Breyer, and I'd like to introduce you to Attorney Barry Horowitz. Barry is a nationally recognized estate planning attorney in our area. He's going to be talking about living trusts and proper estate planning. How are you today, Barry? Just fine, Stu. Barry, why is a living trust better than a will? Stu, a living trust is better than a will because it avoids probate, both when you die and if you become disabled. How much money should you have to make a living trust worthwhile? Opinions vary, but we believe that if you have about $75,000, that means anybody who owns a home, you should be doing the living trust. In fact, I will be hosting free living trust seminars on Tuesday, September 13th in Rocky Hill, Wednesday, September 14th in Woodstock, Thursday, September 15th in Norwich, and Saturday, September 17th in Norwalk. Seating is limited, though, so call 860-548-1000 today for reservations. That's 860-548-1000. Secure your family's future now. Call today, 860-548-1000, or online at preserveyourestate.net. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of September here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer with best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides. Your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the prices of the vehicles because, well, yeah, we don't know why either. 
That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a new certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. and Penza. You know that feeling when your foot falls asleep? Isn't it awful? <laughs> Sitting down and you get up and whoa! I don't feel anything but needles and pins. <laughs> That's a song by the Seekers. Not the Seekers, the Searchers. Alright, Seekers, Searchers. They're all pretty good. Got a lot of tunes to play for you before uh, 1 o'clock and we take a little break for the news. Glad you could join us today. Let's see if we can find something a little bit different that you haven't heard in a long time. I like to throw that in. Sometimes something that I haven't heard in a long time either. There was a group called Thin Lizzy. Wouldn't you love to know why they got that name? This is called The Boys Are Back in Town.
had it been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found I Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy Shaking what she'd got Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot I mean she was steaming And that time over at Johnny's place Well, this chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face Man, we just fell about the place If that chick don't want to know, forget her Thin Lizzy, all graduated from Jenny Craig. Hey, guess who else is back in town? No, it's not Lulu. That was a song before we were born, but the new kid in town. Hmm? Spread the word around. There's a new kid in town. Be nice to him.
There's talk on the street, it sounds so familiar Great expectations, everybody's watching you
ask me a small town because it's a big deal, and I, no kid in town. So, almost wrap-up time for our lunchtime oldie break. Don't forget, next hour, anything goes. And we'd like to throw in a little comedy routine as well to perk up your day. You know, it's a little balance to some of the news that's around. So, uh, stick around for that. But we'll be checking in with uh, news in just a moment. But right now, get into your Mustang. We're going to do a little ride with Sally. Take a ride into the newsroom. Mustang Sally. On double park. She's looking for the best gas prices. Can't blame her, huh? News is next. Anything goes next hour from Personality Radio. WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM 2, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Coming up to 1 o'clock, what's new? Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. On Tuesday, California's electrical grid did manage to handle record-breaking demand. The state's 39 million people were warned that demand, some of it from people cranking up the air conditioning, might outstrip supply as temperatures in many areas soared past 100 degrees. The California Independent System Operator, which oversees the grid, issued a Stage 3 emergency power alert. That's one step below ordering utilities to start rotating outages to ease the strain on the system. Russian President Putin has hit out against the West, saying Russia will press on in Ukraine. Speaking in Vladivostok, Putin says Moscow will press on with its military action in Ukraine until reaching its goals, and mocked Western attempts to drive Russia into a corner with sanctions. He also scoffed at Western attempts to cap prices for Russian oil and gas, calling the idea stupid and saying that Russia will have enough customers in Asia anyway. Putin adds, the demand is so high on global markets that we won't have any problem selling it. I'm Charles Tulletesma. Also at townhall.com, a former advisor to President Trump says he expects to be charged soon in a state criminal case in New York. Steve Bannon says the Manhattan DA has now decided to pursue phony charges against me 60 days before the midterm election, accusing the Democratic prosecutor of targeting him the way the feds did in 2020 when he was accused of duping donors who gave money to fund a wall on the U.S. border. Correspondent Julie Walker says Bannon pled not guilty to those charges and received a presidential pardon. Stocks moving higher on Wall Street, the Dow up 280 points, the Nasdaq 134 points higher. 
More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. The president of East Timor has urged Australia to agree to build a gas pipeline to his country instead of the Australian city of Darwin. Mr. Ramoshorta told journalists in Canberra that a pipeline to East Timor would bring $50 billion in revenue and another $50 billion in development benefits. He said it could turn his country into the next Dubai or Singapore. A long-running dispute about how to share the profits from the gas field has been resolved. It's not yet certain where the gas will be sent to be processed. Mr. Ramoshorta said he could approach other developers from South Korea, Indonesia or China if the matter couldn't be resolved. BBC correspondent Michael Burstow. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says his country is well-placed to get through this winter with enough energy. That's even though Germany's last three nuclear power plants will be shut down at the end of this year. Breaking news at townhall.com. CVS Health will pay about $8 billion to expand into home care. It's a practice that could cut costs and keep patients happy, providing they get the help they need. The healthcare giant is buying Signify Health, a technology company that sends doctors or other care providers to patient homes to assess how they're doing and what help they might need. CVS Health CEO Karen Lynch told analysts Tuesday that the deal announced late Monday is a way for her company to provide more help to patients where and when they want it. Keith Peters reporting. Target dropping the mandatory retirement age for its CEO, allowing its chief executive, Brian Cornell, to stay on for three more years. Cornell would have passed mandatory retirement age in that span. Sales have grown steadily since Cornell took the top job in 2014, and Target, based in Minneapolis, became a lifeline to millions during the pandemic. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. Stu Breyer with you. Before we get to open topics, we want to make sure that we talk with Eugene and Geraldine, who are on the line. Hi there, folks. How you doing? Good, good. We're very excited about the weekend, the upcoming weekend. Tell us about what's going on this weekend so we can get a, a good idea. You got it. Uh, this weekend is the second annual local playwrights festival at the Chestnut, at Chestnut Street Playhouse in Norwich. Uh, we had uh, we had 20, I think 20 submissions, Joan? Yes. We had 20 submissions and uh, six plays were chosen. And uh, then we did the casting call and then we, we hired directors for each play. And we've been in rehearsal now for a few weeks. 
and we opened on Friday. Yeah, uh, no, I mean Saturday. The first show was what time? The first show. First show starts at two p.m. Good, you could. Uh, okay, our first show on Saturday starts with at two p.m. with the scrambled stories written by Sophia Foss and directed by Carrie Danner, followed by Pet Peeves at three thirty, direct um, written by Mason Beater and directed by Geraldine Frischman. And then we're in the evening. We have Cold at six p.m. By Ben Jolivet and directed by Derek Carbo. We continue on Sunday, September 11th at 2:30, starting with the betrayal by Maureen Poehler, directed by Lisa Foss. And then at 3:30, the Great Imitator by Scotty Duvall, directed by Judy George. And then at 6 p.m. in the evening, Any Other Day by Jake Alexander, direct at, and directed by Eugene Silico. Um, we are very excited about this event this year. It is generously sponsored by Ms. Carol Curland, um, and we've had additional support by John Donner from Antenna Salon, La Stella Pizzeria, the Old Times Restaurant, and from yours truly, Geraldine Frischman. Um, so, uh, it's yeah, 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 it, which too, we're very excited because when we started this last year, we really didn't. We were hoping that we could do it a second year, not thinking that it would actually happen. And be, because of the success of last year, this year now is even going to be a little bit bigger. And the other interesting thing about this year is the majority of our playwrights are very young. They're, they're in their 20s. Mm -hmm. yeah. early, you know, early 30s. And 30s, yes. Yeah. You've got so quite a selection. Lot, we have a lot of great things happening at the theater. And um, coming up after this event... We have um, the Broadway star, Christopher Faison, with his um, cabaret, The Music of Luther Vandross. Mm -hmm. That's happening on Sunday, September 18th at 6.30 p.m. And then after that, a cabaret by Val Rogers. Time to Get Close is her cabaret. And Val weaves the great American songbook together with jazz, Motown, um, music of the 80s um, with amazing pianist Bill Growth. That's going to be two nights, September 23rd and 24th at 7.30 p.m. And then we have an Art Reach Coffee House happening on September 30th and October 1st. And our wonderful fundraiser golf tournament um, sponsored by Old Times Restaurant on October 5th. Still time to get into the um, Golf tournament out there, and or be a sponsor. You folks send me. Uh, at the this is great. You folks send me an email so I can keep the list in here and let the people when some of these things are going. Just a little bit uh, about these plays. Uh, what mm -hmm. type of plays are there that are coming up? You said this weekend. Yes, it's Saturday and Sunday. It's all weekend, and um, the Scrambled Stories is uh, family friendly. Mm -hmm. um, all the other plays are adult content in adult language, but The Scrambled Stories, written by Sophia Foss, is about a young girl in medieval times on her way through the woods, and she c encounters a number of fairy tale characters that she helps find their happily ever after. And Pet Peeves, written by Mason Beater, is taking place in present day, and it's all about what it's like having nine lives and a man's best friend as a roommate. <laughs> it's a very funny play. Um, it 
you dig into what your furry pals do when their owner isn't around, and it's a dark comedic tale about trips to the vet, feral mm-hmm. clean lines, and living in the dog days. Um, any other day? Yeah, any other day is 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 actually a it's a combination of a love story, uh, uh, separation. Uh, it, it, it's really uh, it's very hard to synopsize into, into one, uh, but it really explores love, marriage, and perfect strangers who end up kind of having a thing for each other. Mm-hmm. And it has, it, it, and it has a, a wonderful ending to it. Oh, good, a good ending. We like that. <laughs> yes, yeah, and it won't leave you hanging. So, <laughs> And then, of course, we have a, a, re, a, a returning playwright, Ben, who uh, wrote a, a play called Cold. Uh, you can explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's um, <laughs> a very interesting play. It's very different. A, a blast of cold could save a, a couple's daughter. And what that means is this couple has a very ill child, and they're faced with um, a situation that could save her life, um, but they're on different sides of the fence with it. Um, It gets into cryogenics. It gets into uh, cryogenics Mm -hmm. and some other uh, interesting conversations, um, and Ben is an extremely talented uh, playwright, and we're so glad that he submitted another one of his plays this year. It's hard to refuse anything he sends in, actually. We have another play called The Great Imitator by Scotty Duvall, um, which is... A, so, yeah, this yeah. is an, autobi- an autobiographical look at mental illness, overthinking, and obsession. And uh, it's pretty heavy at times. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it touches on things that are pr- pretty relevant today, mm-hmm. especially, especially post pandemic. Correct, yeah. This and then great. we have a play, The Betrayal, which is a about a 10-minute play. It's a, it's a short play. And uh, this play is about a frantic, hysterical, armed woman confronts the homeless man in the park. Secrets are shared as they come to terms with the consequences of their actions. And that's also very relative, too, today. Yeah. Sounds so very have, interesting. Um, it's a mixed bag, Stu. Good. That's something for everyone. So important, uh, let me ask you some of the specific so people can get tickets here. Chestnut Street Playhouse is located at? 24 Chestnut Street in Norwich. Which is sure that Chestnut Street Playhouse should be on Chestnut Street. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's, it should be. It's mm-hmm. in the old historical firehouse. The Queen Anne Building, um, the beautiful Queen Anne Building, which we're working on renovating. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are having these um, fundraiser events so we can continue to improve the building because it's a very old building, obviously. But you can get your tickets by going to um, chestnutstreetplayhouse.org or calling the theater at 860-886-2378. Mm-hmm. Or you can get your tickets at the door as well. That's wonderful. So uh, if we go online, uh, Geraldine and Eugene, we can get all this information that you just gave to me so people can, uh, you know, make up their choices. Absolutely. All the times, all the synopses, all the breakdowns, um, and everything's there. We will also have um, concession open with pizza, refreshments, wine, anything that um, you need to enjoy the, uh, the day with. And this too, there'll be a talk back after each play. That's wonderful. I'm glad it went uh, well last year so that we can 
hopefully uh, get an even a better one this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's very hard for playwrights locally mm-hmm. to have their works done because it's, you know, unless you live in New York or you live in, in, in L.A., uh, usually it's very, very difficult, which is why playwriting festivals are incredibly important to the playwright. Well, we certainly need uh, these diversions these days to see some good art and good acting and good plays, and we have it right in our neighborhood at Chestnut Street. Yep. So I wish you luck, and I'm going to continue to promote these. Thank you very much, and we'll, we'll, uh, I'll email you some info on upcoming events just so you can be aware of all Yeah, we'll keep happening. them posted right here in the studio. Yep. Thank you, Stu. Thanks. Stu, thank you for having us on. My pleasure. Good luck to you both. Bye. Thank Bye-bye you. Bye-bye now. Thank Bye-bye. you. Cessnastreet.org and 886-2378. Nothing like a good play, huh, that you can really get into, and they have a diversified selection of topics. Each one of them sounded fascinating. The Chestnut Street Playhouse. Hope it's a big turnout so they can continue to bring in these talented people. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Fall is in the air and Hart's has all of the goodies to decorate your home for the season. Mums, asters, ornamental kale and fall accent plants are now ready. You can fill your flower pots and window boxes with fresh, beautiful plants from Hearts. We also have fall vegetable plants, perennials, and flowering shrubs to add to your gardens, and these all have lots of fall color, too. We grow our own plants so you know they will thrive. In fact, we grow over 100,000 mums and asters in all your favorite fall colors, and they're staged to be in perfect flower every week. Remember, Hearts has pumpkins, gourds, scarecrows, fall flags, cornstalks, hay bales, and more to decorate your porch or patio. Visit one of our stores today. We're only a short drive from anywhere in eastern Connecticut. We're on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. We're open seven days a week. Check us out on Facebook or at heartsgreenhouse.com. See you soon. Back in just a moment, 889-5252 is our number. Maybe we can get this to work, maybe not. But we'll sure keep trying. It's weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Oh, I guess you got the gist of that. Good, 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 good. WICH, uh, always looking out for you to make sure you have uh, information that's going to help out the folks. Yesterday, in case you missed it, we had a guest, Barbara Crouch, Senior Director of Marketing and Development from TVCCA, about energy assistance. This is the best time to enter the program for energy assistance to see if you're qualified. So give them a call at 860-705-2302. And uh, they can help you out getting assistance if you qualify. Because God knows how much oil and uh, heating is going to be this winter. So, keep in mind that you can uh, get all the information with contact numbers from 889-1365 and 444-0006. And another number I had, uh, 425-6681. If you missed any of those, you can call me anytime, and uh, I'll give them to you. Just get the jump 
on getting energy assistance because then you won't have to worry about having to wait in line or even getting in at all. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. Give us a call and you would be next. I have so many things to let you know about, but uh, we want to get some of your calls in as well on WICH. It's in a little comedy in the latter portion of the hour. Well, guess what? They're having the Oktoberfest coming up very soon. Walktober events and and, uh, participation In the last Green Valley, the Norwich Historical Society is hosting over 40 events and tours as part of the Walktober beginning September 17th, ending on November 6th. City of Norwich is proud to be a member of the last Green Valley. The last Green Valley is a national heritage corridor comprised of 35 towns in eastern Connecticut and southern Massachusetts. The last Green Valley is a non-profit charitable organization established in 1995. There are advocates for the fragile and irreplaceable resources of the Last Green Valley, founded as a grassroots organization and built upon a proven track record of success and partnerships, ensuring a natural and cultural legacy for generations to come. So be a part of it. It's coming up September the 17th. The Last Green Valley. It's all put on by the Norwich Hysterical Historical Society. (laughs) I was just hysterical, but it's the Historical Society. Valley's website and YouTube channel. Check it out on Facebook to be kept up to date on any changes, additions, or cancellations. Come and walk Norwich this October and enjoy everything the Rose City has to offer. Nice walking weather. September, October. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. What's new? Well, there was something that I wanted to tell everybody out of the USA today, which was, I always get it in the afternoon. So this is yesterday's paper, mm-hmm. but in the 50 states, I think this is something that people ought to know. Okay, out of Rhode Island, Providence, new touchscreen voting machines being used in this month's primary election listed candidates from 2018 when voters selected Spanish as their preferred language, according to election officials. Up to 55 voters in Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls, and Woonsocket may have shown an incorrect, may have been shown an incorrect list of candidates before the problem was identified. Yet, stupid electronic voting machines. And you know what else? There was one, it's either Minnesota or Michigan, because I heard it the other night, middle of the night, there was actually a stolen voter machine, this kind, and it was actually um, bought at an auction or something, and they had to have to go get it away from the person that bought it. So what's up with the voting machines? Can you even trust them anymore? I don't. 
I certainly and, would love to be able to trust them, that's for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. And um, one thing, you, you ever hear of Gordon Chang? I've heard of the name, yes. Yeah, well, he's kind of important. He's on a lot of the news things and everything. This is what he says in Epic Times. Chinese Communist Party is preparing for war. And they did some sort of amendment in China. The amendment relates to war mobilization, signaling the regime is preparing the Chinese people for conflict. Now, uh, but aren't they always, part. Susan, aren't they always preparing for war? Well, this one is a little bit different. It's a big article about all of the different, you know, things. Because, like, when we were under war during World War II, all kinds of amendments and stuff were put in. You know, what you can and can't do. Well, they're doing it now in China. And here's another thing to make you wonder. U.S. Coast Guard vessel denied port of call in Solomon Islands. A U.S. Coast Guard cutter was greeted with silence when it requested permission for a scheduled port of call in the Solomon Islands, forcing crews to divert to Papua, whatever, New Guinea during a recent exercise in the Indo-Pacific. The incident comes amid mounting concerns about the influence of the Chinese Communist Party in the region in ongoing weakening of democratic institutions in the Solomon Islands when the Pacific nation's leader is relying heavily on Chinese support. So, and then you got document outlines Biden's administration plan to give IDs to illegal aliens, and tomorrow I'm going to finally get around to my almanac weather stuff. Uh-oh. But this will actually you know, proceed it. 1,100 experts, World Climate Declaration, stating there is no climate change emergency and it has garnered 1,152 signatures by scientists in 15 countries. So there's a big article in Epic Times, but right. these scientists are saying it's a bunch of, you know what, horse hockey. <laughs> horse and, hockey, you know, huh? Okay. What are you going to do? So I'm going to well, read some of my almanac stuff tomorrow. All right. Coming attractions with Susan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank and it you. is out of credible things because it's the old farmer's almanac. Okay. So, well, okay, all right. Thanks, Stu. Thanks. If you want to believe the farmer's almanac, it's always fun to get it, though. They have some cute things in there. 25 after 1. Stu Breyer with you. 889-5252 is our telephone number. Hello, this is Stu Breyer, and I'd like to introduce you to attorney Barry Horowitz. Barry is a nationally recognized estate planning attorney in our area who's going to be talking about living trusts and proper estate planning. How are you today, Barry? Just fine, Stu. Barry, why is a living trust better than a will? Stu, a living trust is better than a will because it avoids probate, both when you die and if you become disabled. How much money should you have to make a living trust worthwhile? 
Opinions vary, but we believe that if you have about $75,000, that means anybody who owns a home, you should be doing the Living Trust. In fact, I will be hosting free Living Trust seminars on Tuesday, September 13th in Rocky Hill, Wednesday, September 14th in Woodstock, Thursday, September 15th in Norwich, and Saturday, September 17th in Norwalk. Seating is limited, though, so call 860-548-1000 today for reservations. That's 860-548-1000. Secure your family's future now. Call today, 860-548-1000, or online at preserveyourestate.net. WICH weather, mostly cloudy, lingering isolated showers, 74. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 58. Thursday, mmm, dandy. Partly to mostly sunny, 78. And Friday, sunny, high, 81. Don't put the boat away yet. Got some great weather coming up. Currently, it is 71 degrees. Welcome to the program. Hi, good afternoon, Stu. Hi there. Still trying to hang in there. <laughs> good. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how much longer, but I'm trying to hang in there. What's um, why? What's what's wrong? There's a lot of there's a lot of different dynamics on the program, and people are playing tug of war, as you're aware. <laughs> well, people Something are giving their opinions. Kids, I th- I guess. It's an opinion show, so we give our opinions. Yeah, it's tug-of-war, though, and um, when you do the tug-of-war, it's not like a seesaw. It's different, Um, and we've believed all these years that we have formulated this city government that is um, like a seesaw as opposed to a tug-of-war, so to speak. What I heard Susan say is that climate change is a bunch of malarkey, and Mm -hmm. to some extent she's correct, but we now have lightning bolts that can take down a skyscraper in a heartbeat. Uh, China had an earthquake um, this morning or yesterday, I guess. It killed seven people. So the beginning of their earthquakes have, have started. Climate change is here. It's real. It's not something we can deny. It's not something we can say, oh, it's a bunch of malarkey. It's real. Um, I, I know she's gone into the budget. Um, I'm not sure how many times because I don't listen to the program frequently. I'm trying to focus on my own issues. But I, I am very, 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 very concerned about the fact that they want to spend so much money on roundabouts when it probably is unnecessary to spend that amount of money. We have a crisis in Norwich with our roads. The police are aware of it, of course, because they traverse the roads. And I'm not hearing the mayor or the manager get on the air about the roads, particularly West Main Street is cracking to the point where, Mm -hmm. you know, any further neglect would be beyond atrocious. And they're talking about roundabouts on roads that aren't atrocious. Um, So I think that it's important to pay attention to those intersections for safety, but you don't need to spend that kind of money In my accounting classes, it was accounting principles one and two, intermediate accounting principles one and two, cost 
accounting one and two, federal taxation and economics and statistics, and I did very, very, very well. Um, and we have people on our, as our mayor, as our manager, and as our attorney who are not educated in these things. And we don't have an accounting principles basis for taxation in, in Norwich and probably quite a few other municipalities because it isn't being taught at the city level. It's being, accounting principles is taught for businesses, for accountants to run businesses. So we don't have any textbooks. We don't have anyone educated in accounting principles for a municipality. And it's been overlooked for decades. So, um, Have you ever thought I about think, running for office? Um, the other thing I wanted to gripe about today is I've been to two city council meetings over the years, and I'm frightened to go. There is at least one public safety official there, so that's a good thing. But when you walk into the meeting room, if someone in a wheelchair wanted to run for city council, there's no way for them to get up behind the podium that's like a mini courtroom. Well, I'm sure uh, they could make... So um, you're walking in there, and there's no way for a person in a wheelchair to serve the city, which I think is a crime. I think it's discriminatory. Um, and the other comment that I have is, and I'm taking a risk doing this, <laughs> but when you have a city attorney who's also a corporator of a bank, also the head of the Norwich Diocese, also the attorney for Bacchus Hospital. They're not doing any one thing right. Hospitals are under ransomware. They have been for a long time. It's creating a public health crisis, uh, a medical crisis for the patients that go to the, to the emergency rooms. Um, in New London and Norwich, okay. and it has been that way for a very long time. It's well, I'm a very high I'm, risk. I'm going to have to run, but I'm glad you got a lot of your points in. All right, thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't really know how to address all of that, but let me take this call. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. I agree with that last call. I don't know who she is. She called in the AM to you, and... I believe what she was saying, and I agree with it, and um, I think the attorney is uh, Attorney Driscoll, I can't remember his first name, but she's right, uh, that's how I feel, and I just really like what she had to say, mm -hmm. and I will pray for her. All right, thank you. All right, we're going to have a little humor coming up in just a moment. Can you handle that? I know you can. Stick around. We're going to have a few laughs after this break. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of September here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer with best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides. Your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the prices of the vehicles because, well... Yeah, we don't know why either. 
That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a new certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Valvies, you're gonna love it. So you opened your business. You had a plan, a budget for marketing, an impeccable understanding of all your media choices, knew the kind of return on investment you'd need, and found a medium that was affordable while providing reach and frequency. <laughs> Wait, y- you didn't do any of that? Then we need to talk. Go to the contact us poll down on WICH.com and fill in the form for advertising. If you're looking for a great holiday season this year and a playbook to get you through all of next... Time is running out, so go to WICH.com now, and let's map out your path to a successful new year for you and your business. Well, it's time for a comedy break. You up for that? We're honoring a great comedian by the name of Stephen Wright. We played some of his material yesterday, and uh, we're going to play some more of it, all of it different from what you heard yesterday. Hello. 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 Here is Stephen Wright. I got up the other day and everything in my apartment had been stolen and replaced with an exact replica. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I called my friend and I said, come here, look at this stuff. It's all an exact replica. What do you think? He said, do I know you? (laughs) I bought one of those little glass ball things with the snow in it. Just checking. The human body is made up of 98% water. That means everybody is that far away from drowning. (laughs) I live in a house that's on a median strip of a highway. It's good, I like it. The only thing I don't like about it is when I leave my driveway, I have to be going 60 miles an hour. One night a jet flew a little bit too close to my house. I was walking from the living room to the kitchen and the stewardess told me to sit down. I was cleaning out my closet and I found an old bathing suit that I'd made out of sponges. I remember one time I ordered into a pool and then I left and no one could go swim until I came back. In my bedroom, I have a nightlight. I have a search nightlight. It goes back and forth across the room like this. If I have to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom, I have to time it so I don't get caught. I was walking my dog around my building on the ledge. A lot of people are afraid of heights, not me, I'm afraid of widths. I have a three-year-old dog and named him Stay. 
He was a lot of fun when he was a puppy because when I called him, I would say, come here, stay, come here, stay. And he would go. He's a lot smarter than that now. Now when I call him, he'd just ignore me and keep on typing. He's an East German shepherd. My girlfriend has a queen-size bed. I have a Courchester-size bed. It's red and green and has bells on it. The ends curl up. I woke up one morning, she asked me if I slept good. I said, no, I made a few mistakes. When I was little in our backyard, we had a quick sandbox. I was an only child, eventually. One time the police stopped me for speeding and they said, oh, you know, the speed limit is 55 miles an hour. He said, yeah, I know, but I wasn't going to be out that long. <laughs> I used to be a waiter. I was fired for clearing tables. I was clearing them for takeoff. <laughs> and them all lined up outside. <laughs> People thought it was an outdoor cafe. I said, no, these are leaving at three. They were gonna fire me anyway, because I told them I think they should put the wrapper on a straw on the inside, because that's the part that you don't want to get dirty. I like to skate on the other side of the ice. I like to reminisce with people I don't know. I like to fill my tub up with water, then turn the shower on and act like I'm in a submarine that's been hit. And I hate when my foot falls asleep during the day, because that means it's going to be up all night. to drive downtown and get a great parking spot then sit in my car and count how many people ask me if I'm leaving. <laughs> Can't remember the rest. Right now I'm having amnesia and deja vu at the same time. When I was a baby, I kept a diary. Recently, I was rereading, and it said, Day one, still tired from the move. <laughs> Day two, everybody talks to me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> Last time I went skiing, I had to get up at 5.30 in the morning. No, I knew I couldn't do that, so I slept with my skis on. My ride came in at 5.30 in the morning. He couldn't wake me up, so he carried me out of the house, put my skis onto the roof rack of the car, and drove right to the mountain. 
17 miles away, I woke up by this incredibly bizarre dream that I was skydiving horizontally. <laughs> but I'm sure that's happened to you. <laughs> I spilled spot remover on my dog, now he's gone. I got up this morning, couldn't find my socks, so I called information. I said, hello, information? She said, yes. I said, I can't find my socks. She said, they're behind the couch. And they were. I'm tired of calling up the movies and listening to that recording of what's playing. So I bought the album. Last time I went to the movies, I was thrown out for bringing my own food in. My argument was the concession stand prices are outrageous. Besides, I haven't had a barbecue in a long time. <laughs> I went to the cinema. Adults five dollars, children two fifty. I said, "All right, give me two boys and a girl." One time I went to the drive-in in a cab. The movie cost me $95. I went to a place to eat. It said breakfast anytime, so I ordered French toast during the Renaissance. I just got out of the hospital. I was in a speed-reading accident. I hit a bookmark. <laughs> Flew across the room. I've been doing a lot of painting lately, abstract painting, extremely abstract, no brush, no canvas. I just think about it. One time I went to a museum where all the work in the museum had been done by children. They had all the paintings up on refrigerators. I left the museum and I was walking down the street. I saw a man who had wooden legs and real feet. <laughs> he asked me if I knew what time it is. I said, yes, but not right now. <laughs> the ice cream truck in my neighborhood plays Helter Skelter. number today. I said, hello, is Joey there? And a woman answered. She said, yes, he is. I said, can I speak to him, please? She said, no, he can't talk right now. He's only two months old. <laughs> I said, all right, I'll wait. A little more Stephen Wright. We're featuring him this week on the comedy section of our program. He writes all his own material. I think he makes his own clothes, too. Stephen Wright Interesting people keep telling me that when they see him, he's like that in real life. Can you imagine having a conversation with him in real life? Well, that was real life for him. Hope you enjoyed that. 
Let's open up our lines, if you like, at 889-5252. Give you a chance to chat about anything you like. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy, 74 today, down to 58 tonight as the cloud cover continues. But it'll start breaking up tomorrow with a partly to mostly sunny day, up to 78. And for Friday, lots of sunshine, very nice day with a high of 81. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 69 degrees, haven't hit 70 yet today. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Hello, Joey. I don't agree with the roundabouts at all. You don't agree with what? The roundabouts at all. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, and, I, and I'm trying to figure out how long is the whole project going to take? How much... i got to turn on the radio there. How long is the project going to take? And, you know, they got to do it in increments, obviously. You can't shut the whole eight, uh, West Main down and do it all at once. And like Larry said, you got there's probably lines underneath there that have to be changed, sewage. This is a major deal. And then you got to keep the traffic flowing. And then the money on top of it. I mean, it's, I think it's absurd. Yeah, it's going to take, a, if they do it, it's going to take a very long time. But there'll be a battle for sure. Yeah, no one mentioned that one. Well, I was hoping Larry would have mentioned. I would have asked the question, uh, how long is the project going to take? And how are you going to go about it? I mean, what's the tact here? How are you going to do it starting from uh, the, the viaduct and work your way up all the way up to the end of the, you know, 395? I would think they're going to start one side or the other, obviously. I just think it's going to be crazy in a single lane. <laughs> And like that other caller said, people are nuts, man. I was in Cape Cod long, long time ago with my wife. Went up to go up the Cape, and I, I remember that roundabout. And it was a big roundabout. And the guy didn't even—he didn't—he didn't yield. And I had my truck, and Jeannie says, "Oh, go, Joe!" And I did it. My instinct—I just did a quick right, man, to get get out of the way for this guy, or he would have ran broadside of me. Mm. So you know, I, I'm not too fond of him. That's all. So, I just thought. I, put my two cents in still. Well, you're pretty much um, in with the whole club. Mostly everybody feels the way you do. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I think I think, I think think Norris could do a lot more with all that money than uh, revamp the, uh, you know, revamp the road. I mean, there's so many other things that we need desperately. That's not, this is not a priority, I don't think. I mean, and Larry's right again. People make accidents. The roads don't do it. It's, it's 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 people that you know they're inconsiderate. Whatever they're whatever well, you it know is, that they some just areas, don't care. Some areas, Joey, there are more accidents than others, and uh, that's one that needs a little tweaking. You got that right, Stu. Anyhow, hey, I like that guy. You're uh, I like your comedian little time. It's great. Yeah, I like George Carlin. I like definitely like Rodney. Yeah, there's some great ones out there still. All right, buddy. We need a little smile now and then, huh? I hear you, bro. So you have a good afternoon, and uh, I'll check in tomorrow, Stu. Okay. You too. Thank you. So I want to mention this again. Uh, lots of folks know Mr. Walter Way. He's very dedicated to this community. He is a Korean War veteran, and he is going to be going on a special trip to be honored with other Veterans. They've organized a trip to honor the Korean veterans. And when they get back from the trip to Washington, D.C., 
with fellow Korean War vets. It would be nice and they, when they ha- if they had a mail call when they got back. And if you would like to send him some mail, that would be fun for him, thanking him for his service or, you know, his service in the community and caring for the town. Letters from family, friends, and neighbors would be nice. Family amounts to uh, just a couple of people, but he's got lots of friends in the community. So if you or any of the other folks uh, that you know would like to uh, send a letter, it's easy to do. You can just send it to Honor Flight Mail Call, Walter Way. Now, I know you're not sitting there with a pen, but I'll give you a head start on it. Care of Dan Sparks, 445 Hillside Road in Hamden. If you missed that, email me at stew at wich.com, and I will email you the address. I think Walter will get a kick out of that. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, buddy. Hey there. Take a guess on how much you can save on a newspaper from having it delivered to your house or going to the store every day and picking it up. How much can you save? Mm. Yeah, for one year. For a one-year subscription. I was shocked yesterday when I got the bulletin sent me a statement in for getting a paper. They're trying to get me back again. But the difference uh, from you can buy it for three months or six months and all the way up to one year. So because they're delivering, naturally you would pay more. Well, you're wrong. I'm wrong. Okay. The paper paper costs $2 a day Mm -hmm. and $4 on Sunday. That's $14 a week. If you bought the paper for a full year from a store, you went into the store every day and picked it up, mm-hmm. that's $728. Guess what the price is to have the same paper delivered to your house where you don't have to leave your house and pick it up? And that's for how long? $156. Oh, hello, Dolly. Okay. So you're saving $572 a year to have the newspaper delivered to your house. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> Saves your sense, actually. Yeah. Huh? Good. So, I, I was pretty shocked. Just I, I did this yesterday. I'm just I, I put the figures on my comp- on the, um, you know, on the uh, computer. I just wanted to see because it just, just didn't seem right. One hundred fifty-six dollars for a whole year of papers uh, every week, and I said, boy, this is, and plus they have to pay. I don't know how they would make that much money because after that they have to pay the drivers, right? Sure. Uh, that deliver the paper. So I I I was kind of shocked that it was one hundred fifty six dollars for one year for for the paper. And one thing we say that everything is taxed. I'm trying to figure out why they never tax newspapers. Oh, I never thought of it till now. Guess yeah, not. You oh. buy a paper in a store. Whether it's the day or the bulletin or the post or whatever, you can buy any paper. There's no tax on it. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with the bill. If you get a bill for the newspaper, uh, uh, it says it right on there, tax zero. So, are you getting deliveries uh, now, or are you going? Listen, out and buy I'm going to try. I'm going to. Yeah, they've been delivering my paper every morning. I haven't even asked for the subscription. Oh, really? <laughs> and, well, that's a good yeah, deal. They're trying to get me back again because I've been with them deal. for like 20 years. So. so uh, uh, I'm going back. I'm going to give them $156 for the year, and I'm going to, I don't know if I'm taking a big chance or not, 
But I'm going to I'm going to try it one more time. Do you subscribe to the day too? Yep. And I get the post. I go to the store every day and get the post. And sometimes mm. the Wall Street Journal. Mm. Well, you're a well-informed fella. <laughs> <laughs> Guess so. You're getting all di- read it. You're getting all different things. <laughs> no wonder I have to wear glasses to read. <laughs> the New York Post is a stitch, aren't they? The what? The New York Post, right? Oh, they're funny. Yeah, they are funny. That is one funny newspaper, the way they write articles and stuff. And obviously you know, the New York Times is just too serious for me. Yeah. They, they write, their, their articles are good. I mean, their articles are all right, but they're just they're way too serious compared to the uh, photos, and especially the photographs mm-hmm. that the New York Post put in there. Oh, my, yes. Oh, boy, that's something. Well, I don't the, look at the, the Times thing. anymore because of all the lies through the years, and I got sick of it. Yeah. That's too bad. That used to be one of the best newspapers in the country. Mm-hmm. At times, and uh, they went they went way down. They went downhill big time. Well, I'm glad but that. Anyways, I just want to let you know okay. that price, and I, I I couldn't believe the savings that mm-hmm. from you know, like I said, I used to go in and just pick it up at the store when I had quit the delivery. Well, I'm glad with all the papers you read, you still have time for us. <laughs> so, appreciate that. I'll have time for you tomorrow, also. All right, thanks, Larry. See ya. Okay, bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, here it is. Listen to this. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, please hang up and dial your operator. Boy, is that irritating or what? Huh? Don't you think they should change that tape? Please hang up. Let's try it again. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. That's a good, yes, that's a good deal for a newspaper if you get it delivered. If you get it delivered. Otherwise, it's really not so hot. Right, because I subscribe for the whole year, and I, I, there's a lot of times that I don't get one. Well, jot it, jot it down for the ones that you don't get, you shouldn't pay for. I know. I mean, I'm getting tired of calling them almost every day and telling them. Well, just make a note, and when you get your bill... You put that in the note. You didn't get a paper that day. I'm well. I'm just not going to renew it for poor service. Okay. That's, That's a- what you get. Very poor service from the people because it's people from the Hartford Current that deliver your newspaper in Norwich. Mm-hmm. Well, that's up to you, my friend. That's what I've decided. That I don't need them. They need me as a consumer. Well, just don't pay for anything you didn't get. Well, usually when you call and complain, they don't charge you for that day. Okay. But I'm just, I'm just getting tired of calling every, every day. Well, listen to us. We'll give you a lot of news. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Stu. How you doing? All right, sir. This is the, this is the guy on the porch with the wind chimes. <laughs> okay. Thanks for chiming in. Yeah. Yeah, I got a good one for you. I live in Lebanon. I get the Norwich Bulletin, which is a garbage paper as far as I'm concerned. I wish I could get the day, but they don't deliver out here. Um, but I do also receive the uh, Willamette Chronicle. Uh, starting October 1st, the mailman's going to deliver the newspaper. Really? Hmm. Yeah, that's something different, huh? Yeah, I've never heard that one before. Yeah, starting October 1st, the mailman's going to deliver the newspaper. 
So I'm assuming the guy that's delivering the paper now is going to be out of a job. I would get. I imagine so in that area for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they, how, they, how they could be saving any money by having the postal service do it. Well, you can you can mail a paper to somebody, but just have them do it on regularly and deliver the paper is definitely something new. Yeah, so that that's something something different. But I, I wish we would get the the day out here, but uh, they 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 won't deliver out this way. So, well, anyways, enjoy the afternoon. Thank it's you, be sir. A good one. Thank you. Oh, dear, what can the matter be? Almost out of time, huh? See if I can get a quick call in. It's going to be a real quickie. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. Hey, the delivery of the newspaper, the Norwich Bulletin. Mm Mm-hmm. The lady that just called in here prior to the last gentleman that called, uh, I had the same problem. Uh, You get it today, you don't get it tomorrow. And also, I mean, that's not the Bulletin's fault. That's the, the delivery people's doings. And in uh, inclement weather, they they drive by. They don't use the tube. They just throw the paper. It lands in the lands in the puddle, or lands in the mud, or lands in the snowdrift. They don't care, and uh, it's very sloppy delivery. I don't think they do it's, tubes anymore. I, I've been on the bulletin uh, delivery list for many, many, many years. I'm 85 years old. I finally uh, had to give it up, and I I go online now for for the uh, reading of the uh, paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most things that I've watched for anyway are the obituaries, and other than that, the, the paper doesn't really have much in it. But the delivery is really poor. All right, sir. Thanks for checking in. All righty. Have a good day. You too. I guess that wraps it up. Do they still come in tubes? Remember that? I think we're tubeless now, aren't we, with the papers? At least I haven't seen a paper in a tube in a very long time. So... 72 degrees, it just moved up a little bit, a little clearing this afternoon, and nice sunny, lower humidity tomorrow, so we've got some good weather coming up. So you enjoy the day, never lose your sense of humor, because if you do, we'll bring it, we'll give it back to you, all right? Come on in, kids, you know what you have to do. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Jimmy Fallon with his talk show, and uh, he does put in some humor in it, so it mixes in with some serious stuff. We like that. In the meantime, pretty please be kind to each other. Spread that kindness around. I know you've got it. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. We're on FM 2 now. 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. Don't forget Marty Hausberger in the